Dean, I saw this uh, little thing on Facebook today, and I thought it would make a good cold open because, you know, we're still unsure what we're going to do for next Tuesday. It's Halloween. Uh, but it's make your perfect Halloween night in. So uh, for the audio listeners, we got uh, a, uh, a row of movies, a row of uh, snacks, and a row of drinks. Uh, on the top, we have Hocus Pocus, Halloween, Adam's Family, Scream, Practical Magic, and The Night Before Christmas. The second row, we have popcorn, donuts, uh, candy apple, Haribo candies, chocolate, and potato chips. And on the bottom, we have hot chocolate, uh, looks like a margarita, soda, beer, coffee, or wine. So, Dean, your perfect Halloween night <clears throat> in. Tell me about it. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. No contest on this list. Uh-huh. Uh, that movie is incredible. Um, it's also a double uh, holiday movie, so it's a plus. Christmas and Halloween. Yeah, you can watch it either one. Um, <clears throat> and then... Uh, I think I'm going Haribo candies because I like gummies. Wow. wow. And uh, I guess soda. I don't really drink coffee and I don't drink alcohol, so that knocks off most of that list. Hot cocoa's good, but uh, hot cocoa's more of like a winter drink, and Halloween's not technically winter, so. There we go. I'm sticking with soda. What about you, Marco? Or What's your perfect night then? then? Oh, sweet tea. Of course, it's got to be sweet That's the G. Tea. <laughs> You know, so this list is kind of, it's got some omissions, but I appreciate us trying to color within the lines. So none of these top choice, these movies would be my top choice, but I do like Hocus Pocus. Actually just showed it to Gigi for the first time ever uh, very recently. So Hocus Pocus for sure. You know, I love everything in the second row. I think I'm gonna have to go with popcorn though, like movie theater popcorn, true buttered popcorn. Um, and then people that know me, you'd expect me to say Modelo. You'd expect me to say a beer, but I'm going to go with a Coke. Coke, ice cold. That's a perfect night right there. I don't even need anyone else. Just me and these three things. We're good. Do we have to choose from this list? Because there's some Canadian inclusions that I would 100% Man, add. I'm if, just, you're doing, if you're doing poutine. <laughs> it's not poutine. That's why. If you're eating like the Germans overhead, Ben, we're not, we're not taking that shit anymore. <laughs> What, what's okay i will say the top row is a bit sus i will say i i last year i did watch nightmare before christmas on halloween uh which was cool because it got me both in the spirit of halloween during handing out candy uh, to the kids and then uh the christmas tree kind of coming out of the basement getting ready for for that setup so like it did give me kind of that that good vibe there of this list i'm i can't eat the majority of of it because of gluten uh oh which sucks so I would take the chocolate probably as long as there's no cookie in that bad boy or chocolate nuts if I could omit one in a little bit there. Um, I would have had some Canadian devil's lettuce or green prior to the movie and then after my first portion of snack before my drink, which would probably be of this selection. Uh, the, the cocoa with the marshmallows does look nice. Uh, I, I could go for that. But if I'd had the chocolate nuts... I think I'm with you, Marco, the diet, uh, diet Coke. I would go with uh, on the bottom. I didn't say fucking diet, first of all, but no. I'm Excuse my language. Good, yeah, good, good choice. Good choice. <laughs> I would take Hocus Pocus popcorn with peanut M&Ms and a mixed drink. Probably not a margarita. Probably more like a whiskey sour or an old-fashioned, but there you go. Yeah. And he's For like, me, God damn, Ben, your, your answer was so long. Here is my... No. Response. Yeah. <laughs> the Edster strikes again. 
Uh, so I, I've seen Nightmare Before Christmas a lot, and I would say it's normally like my comfort Halloween film, but no one said Halloween, and I feel like Manny, I need to represent for Manny the Man Gonzalez, so I'm going Halloween, I've only seen it a few times, but, uh, there's a few, uh, you know, I'm not a big slasher flick fan, but, you know, through Manny, I've learned to appreciate the genre, and there's that one, I think it was Dean that pointed it out. There's those scenes where like cuts back and forth real quick. And you're like, there's no fucking way he could do that. And I remember the first time I saw that with that context, I laughed out loud. It wasn't supposed to yeah. be funny, but there's a scene where she sees him uh, down in her yard in the, the laundry. Yeah. Like the sheets and she's staring at him and it cuts back to her. She never takes her eyes off him. And then it cuts back to the yard and he's gone. <laughs> and I was like, she would have just seen him walk. It's <laughs> oh, funny. It's a, oh, now, now mm. the second one is very interesting. Uh, I've never had donuts to watch a movie. Usually donuts are like a breakfast thing for me. Agreed. Popcorn, always a classic. Candy apple sounds interesting, but then you get all gummy, it gets all in your teeth, it's not very fun. It's between probably chocolate and chips for me. Um, we were watching a movie, or we were watching Kim's Convenience, uh, and uh, chips and dip hits fucking hard. Um, though I would say if I could add, like Ben, a little CBD gummy, not bad. Uh, and then for the bottom row... Wait, hold on, what type of dip though? What type of dip? Uh, it was... Uh, it was it was a queso like a like a salsa and queso dip from H E B. It was yeah. really good. Uh, now third row, so I get real interesting. Hot chocolate again. I'm more of like a morning hot chocolate guy. Maybe evening for the winter, but fall is a bit early for me. Um, beer's really good, but man, I've been having like ice cold like cherry coke or like cherry coke zeros. Those been hitting hard, but I do like me a margarita. So I probably have to go B. So I'd go B. If I had to add my own gummy or six and then a B again, uh, Jason Nelson, C three C very good choice there. Ninja scroll says F six E. So nightmare before Christmas, potato chips and, uh, coffee and OG fan potato says, chips and coffee. That might be a, that might be a L my friend. Uh, OG fan says B. <laughs> so Halloween, then five chocolate, and C, a Coke. I like that. I do like that. Lots of good choices. Drop them down below and we'll try to read some as the uh If the candy show. apple was caramel with nuts covering it, that Ooh. would also potentially be a win. Those are way better, in my opinion, than the candy apple. Do you actually uh, like candy. nuts that much? Surprisingly, yes. I didn't realize it until I started talking on YouTube. <laughs> that That's the majority of, of, of uh, candy that I like or, or snacks. I need to see it. I've got, it, I've got one... a picture. Oh, oh sorry. Ben made one remark on this show, and his whole life is it's like a butterfly effect. I'm literally wearing this Bucky the Beavers that you took you me to. Stop talking about just nuts. because of it. Go ahead, Marco. Good bring it. it. No, I have a picture of Ben at Bucky's in front of like the nuts <laughs> sign, and he looks so happy. It was his mecca for sure. <laughs> for sure. Wow. Where, can we see it? Can we? Are we yeah, I'll share it. I'll share oh, okay. it. Okay. All right. Here we go. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. <laughs> oh. 
You probably need a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash Collecting Weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Marco. I'm Ben. I'm Eddie. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to thank everyone, wherever you're watching us, whether it's live or on the replay, the YouTube studio audience, as I like to say, wherever you're at, you're a sweetheart. We have a great show planned for you guys tonight. Uh, genuinely not a lot to talk about, but that has never stopped <laughs> us from, from doing our best. We got Ben here in front of a Let's Go Nuts uh, um, counter sign. here, which is yeah, wow. sign counter. Look at that. Those things were good, the too. Hot... They were like warm and like crispy. I mean, who took crispy? this photo? You couldn't get Ben a little bit more in the those frame. Those nuts like... were pretty good. I know. It also I makes me look really to... short, oddly, Ben. <laughs> some of those. Yeah, Ben's a giant. He's huge <laughs> in many ways. The um, warm nuts, though, were incredible, Ben. So I, I'm good. with you there. Insane. So wow. Uh, we have some angels in the chat. We got Toy Mafia, Paul Schreiber, SpongeBob SquareBalls, Lane the Legend, Kramer, Collector Joey, Yomo, Mike B, Jason Nelson, Saful, Ninja Squirrel. Uh, let's see here. OG fan. Uh, I think I said Yomo, but that's okay. Ninja Squirrel, Ben Thomas Show, Jason Nelson, Moose. Love that guy. Let's see. Who else do we got here in the chat? I think that's it. Uh, Dean, we have a very special segment that we kick off all the best shows with. Yeah, you guys ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, yeah. What'd you get in this week? I I didn't get anything. I don't think. Yeah. So nothing for me. Wow. Let's see what Marco got. Jesus. Yeah, it was a hell of a hell of a week for me for sure. So this Doc Ock, I know there's been a lot of controversy around him. He doesn't photograph well. I tried to take some pictures of him. Doesn't look great in photos, but in hand, I know that sounds like a cop out, but in hand, he was great. The tentacles are awesome. I've got him kind of posed up with the two of them holding him up. I think that it looks like the actor too, like in, in hand, I think it looks pretty good. So really, really pleased with this one. Glad I didn't sleep on it. And then Spider-Man 2, which we'll talk about a bit later, having a great time with the game. The controller, did I need my fourth PS5 controller? Absolutely not. GG was like, why, why the fuck? But I'm very glad that I added it because it's like an incredible design. Got it right here where the, uh, oops, yeah, the yeah, uh, Venom, it it's pretty much Venomized, right? So kind of bleeding into the red so the all black bleeding into the red really really happy wow. to add this one so yeah fancy it's a was a was a good week nice. for me damn that is Sick. really cool congratulations yeah we'll talk about the game here in a little bit i think a few of you guys are playing it so far uh ben what did you get into this week yeah this was random so uh when i got my ps5 last year i lent my ps4 to a buddy of mine um and i said like keep it for as long as you want. He wanted to play Spider-Man 1 and the Miles Morales game, and I had them both downloaded. So he borrowed it, all good. I finally was like, hey, like I want to set up my, my bedroom. I want to put the PlayStation in there, so I want the thing back. It came back and it had, I'm not kidding, Cheeto fingerprints or something oh, all over boy. it. Like It was like yellow, orangey fingerprints all over it. And it's a white machine. And so 
I messaged him to be like, hey, just like wondering, do you know what happened with this? He's like, no, like, I, I swear I have no idea. I'm like, great. <laughs> so I put it in my display and I've got lighting everywhere Chester in my Machito apartment. <laughs> right? <the> house. <laughs> no doubt. I, I got lighting everywhere. I put it in my display. It looks horrible. So I go online and I find this uh, site called uh, Deckle Girl. I think it was through like Amazon or one of those, but um, price was reasonable. Uh, and I was able to get these decals for it. It's a full like vinyl wrap, basically. Uh, I would say the fit I had to be a little fussy with because it doesn't quite get to the edge on every side, uh, but it was close enough and it like refaced the machine entirely. It's way cooler uh, for the display now. So, wow. but watch your Cheeto fingers, people. That's, that's horrible. <laughs> Don't lend your shit to friends. That's, <laughs> Don't lend your uh, shit to friends. With uh, kids, <laughs> so are you using this to play your DVDs, or what's the what's the end game? Yeah, this is the uh, like yeah, just DVDs, or even just like gaming in bed, right? Like uh, like I've still got Elden Ring uh, on there, for example. I've been meaning to get hmm. together with Dean. Maybe I have to do a combo bedtime gaming with Dean. There we go. It could be sweet. Wow. But uh, but yeah, no, I've got a bunch of stuff that I've been uh, trying to get caught up on from the PS4 days still. So might as well have it back. So Decal Girl seemed like it was pretty solid. Oh, I remember I did get something new this week. Hurt feelings. Thanks. Oh my god. That's how you went off on Eddie this week too. <laughs> my goodness, came out of nowhere. Uh, you also had some uh, some pickups, Ben. Yeah. So, like, I obviously I've I've missed a couple of weeks because I was sick with COVID and a whole bunch of things. So uh, it's like getting the band back together today. So this is more of my like new this month. Uh, I got the RoboCop, uh, RoboCop three. Uh, from Hot Toys and the uh, original suit, Black Panther. And I got them on the same day. And for me, that's really difficult because I like to give my figures like quite a bit of attention. And when I have two that I'm excited to open, like which one do you gravitate to first? So I did open the Robocop 3 first. I love the figure. It, like in my display lighting and like rooms like this where I've got different colors uh, going on if I want to, it shines like insanely beautifully and then this is under like light box lighting and still you can see kind of the purples and the blues uh it's fantastic for me it definitely looks like peter weller especially in hand so i can pass it off kind of as my robocop one or two version in my mind's eye i don't have anything else to compare it to so it looks pretty good uh, and i'll say even though i'm not planning on using the jetpack it's a beautiful little accessory it's painted wonderfully it's really really cool a little on the delicate side but it'll stay probably in the box and then black panther is fantastic in hand um a, a little boring though almost in comparison to some of the rest of my figures lately you know what i mean especially after looking at how beautiful the the robocop is i mean it is a very dark suit it just is kind of is what it is but it's a great suit i would say likeness wise though i'm still not totally sold on it i thought it would be better in hand and it was one of those it feels more like a seven and a half eight out of ten it's still a great figure i love the body proportions the suit looks beautiful the face isn't selling it for me though so i've been keeping the the head sculpt on right now holding the mask, but I think I might switch it back to the mask. So, wow. yeah, but good pickups. Good, good month. Very, very cool. Eddie, what'd you get this week? So I finally got Robin to go with uh, my Keaton Batman. I say finally because I only got Keaton like a week ago, but I finally got them both. Uh, so that's awesome to have them both. Uh, I thought Marco was going to give me shit when I sent this picture because it's another Sonic figure, but I picked up Jet, the um, the Sonic wow. figure that I asked Dean about to see if they had made any Sonic Rider stuff. And yeah, yeah I found this at Frankenstein's when I went to pick us. up Robin. So it's going to go on my nostalgia shelf because I used to play the hell out of the game. I used to play Sonic a lot on Sega too, so eventually I'll pick up those... those uh, 
those Jada Collector Edition ones, or that's Jada, right? Uh, Jada Toys, yeah. Yeah, I'll probably end up picking those two up at some point, but I picked this guy up, and then I got a crazy deal on Two-Face from The Dark Knight, so I'm finally getting uh, The Dark Knight filled out, so I got Joker and Two-Face, and I want to get the new Bane and... Uh, I'll probably look for Scarecrow. And I, so I want like a whole Dark Knight shelf. So I've He's picked that back. up. Yeah. Wow. And then uh, I finally set up. I've had two Detolfs for a while that I got from Calvin, low-key collector. Uh, one of them didn't have uh, the, the boxes were sealed and they didn't have the uh, pieces that go in the corners to keep the glass connected. So because of everything that's going on with Ikea and everything, trying to get pieces, you can order pieces, but... Trying to get pieces for a Detolf is insane. So I finally just went to Ikea, bought a new Detolf, took the pieces that I needed out, and returned it. So I finally oh. got those two Detolfs set up. <laughs> Wait, what, what piece are you talking about? <laughs> you know... <laughs> I, I don't endorse any of this, by the way. This is not reflect. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Man. <laughs> oh, you... you can't keep getting away with it. Oh shit! That took a second to register. <laughs> I didn't want to bring too much of attention to it, Eddie, but the police are on the way. You got to oh. do what you got to do, man. These things are 130 bucks. Okay, so now, but what, bro. what part are you talking about? You know the, so you know the back two corners have that long plastic. Oh molding. yeah, yeah, yeah. I the, see. One of them was missing those two plastic moldings because there's one in each corner. Oh, so that, I, yeah, that's like a whole structural thing too. Yeah, and dude, trying to get those pieces was fucking annoying. And I had the glass laying on my dresser for like months, and I was like, I, f- I just so go, what you returned it, and you were like, hey, it's missing a piece, and then <laughs> yes. so at the end of the day, it's, uh, yeah, it's well, a gray area. He it's had a gray area. one that was missing a piece, yeah. so it's, it's a gray area. Right. Did you try going yeah. to the parts department in IKEA first? Yeah, I so okay. I did my due diligence. I didn't They're like, just... hey, this motherfucker was turning a detail <laughs> yeah. t- 20 minutes ago. He was asking for that same fucking piece. No, for months, dude, I was calling them, asking for a piece. No one could find that specific piece. They sent me the little caps that cover the holes on the top if you don't drill it into the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah They yeah, sent me yeah. those thinking that that's the piece I was talking about. Uh, I went to Ikea. They couldn't order it from the shop, so... Yeah, I just, last weekend I went, picked one up. You know, another hack, Eddie, if you want to take it a step further, under a thousand bucks, you could just walk out the store. So That's true. You live in California. That's true. That's right. So what, they don't even, they don't even give you a ticket anymore? I don't want to find out. I'm sure that they would do something to you. (laughs) You'll get arrested. Did that GameStop employee just kill a guy? (laughs) What the fuck? Although technically, (laughs) that is a good shoot in Texas. At, At least from what I was reading, like... I think it maybe if it's at night, I think it's a for sure. But I know you can use lethal force if you're stopping like theft of property. If that's the only way to they to shot get him. Back. <laughs> yeah, it was Pokemon cards too. God, yeah, he stole like like five hundred dollars of Pokemon cards. He just shot him. Oh, it was a lot. Okay, it was a felony. Yeah. Um, I wonder if felt safer back in Canada. Yeah. I don't know the name of this dresser that I have under the IKEA details, but it. It's cool because it has these bins that I'm p- probably going to use for hot toy part storage. So they don't have doors, which sucks. So, like, if I want to add doors, I have to do that myself and just, you know, 
figure it out, but it, seeing the open bins doesn't bug me too much, and I think it's cool for storage. So, so I'm noticing this is by a bed. Is it like mixed or is it only one six? Are there like chonies and condoms in there or just? Wow, dude. No, Eddie my dresser. Condoms. The detolf is in the corner yeah, uh, where the nightstand would be, and then I have my dresser that has my so so. So, <laughs> I know, aren't detox supposed to be hard to find? How did you just find one? I got them from Calvin, and they're not. No, no, no. no. You said you went and bought one. How did you just? Oh, buy one? they're they're in stock right now. They're not hard to find out here. At yeah, because the they went up in price like double. Yeah, they're like yeah, but then they just forty though. bucks now. Um, and I heard that they might not even be getting rid of them now. So I don't well, know they what go the hell's in going on with those, but all the time. Yeah, I just imagine like someone being so excited to find a detoff and they get home and like typically Ikea's fucking far and you know they get home and they open it it's fucking missing pieces poor yeah. guy you hate to see that it poor guy Anyways. dude I remember one time I needed a detoff really bad I drove all the way to Houston and they were like oh we just sold out I was like, uh, no fuck. that's four hours right I mean yeah but I was I was going that way anyway so I was like oh I'll stop at Ikea mm. pick one up and they had like literally sold out like an hour before I got there Sean says it was Pokemon cards and Safeful. Americans be Americaning yeah I, I don't know you gotta it, it really depends I, th I think I know for sure if it's at night you can shoot someone for stealing something. It has to be at night, though. But then there's other... I gotta read the rules. Yeah, yeah there's there's uh, hours the of operation rules. for shooting a guy. Yeah. I was uh, I was super worried that they were gonna give me shit for taking the pieces out, because I literally just opened the corner of the box, pulled the pieces out, and took it back like that. And I was like, they're gonna look at it and be like, uh, sir, how the fuck did you know that these were missing? Just from opening this corner of the box, like I thought they were gonna say, but it's like Costco. They, I think they just take stuff back. They don't care. You think you about know? how cheap their furniture is and how much they sell it for. What you said it was one thirty for a detop now. Yeah. How much does it cost them to manufacture? I'm not forgiving what you did because it was wrong, but wow. they're making a killing. I'm sorry, Dad. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, they used to sell them for sixty dollars. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it cost them what? But 10 Dean, inflation. To make this come thing? on. They've okay. got to charge more than double now. <laughs> yeah. Insane. In a matter of like literally a year and a half, it went up more than double. Oh, man. Wow. Um, ah, apparently, yeah. You can prevent arson, burglary, robbery, and aggravated robbery, theft at night, or criminal mischief during nighttime. What's the difference between theft and robbery? Someone Google that and put it in the chat. Um, so I had an interesting to this week. So, uh, Eric, uh, longtime friend of the show, um, longtime frenemy, uh, he sold me his John Wick and boy, it was a fucking fiasco. Uh, it was first, it was missing. It was complete. Then all of a sudden the box was gone. Then all of a sudden the base was gone and, uh, I was very concerned, but I got it. Everything checked out. Uh, great. Very excited for that. And now I fucking Bob Dylan sending me fucking pictures of all these upgrades you can do. And I'm like, fuck Bob, but I'm fucking money like this, but there's some people that make some really cool, like holsters and like different things for, for the characters. So might have to invest in those. And, uh, I finally got the, um, Pikachu with gray felt hat, uh, Pokemon card. Uh, it was a whole fucking fiasco about that too. Um, so again, we mentioned last week that you had to order at least thirty dollars worth of trading card products, and you would get one. It was supposed to be up until Halloween. Uh, they sold out in an hour. Many people started getting their boxes that were not any promo inside, 
So my heart sank when Victoria told me that she opened the package today and there was no card inside. Oh, no. They had tucked it into one of the flaps of the box, which is very smart, one. And two, thankfully it was in there because I was about to fucking fucking pull a Marco on and go scorched earth on their customer <laughs> service. But uh, Van Gogh Museum's not doing these anymore, right? They got sick no, of people yeah. camping outside of the... Pokemon well, they were the causing a fucking bizarre. ruckus. <laughs> Causing a fucking like ruckus. What do you say? Demanding that people sell it to them for a good price too, and I said they try to bamboozle you. They're gonna wind up in court. <laughs> yeah, you fucking Pokemon Center. Allegedly. I'll be owning the Pokemon Center. Um, we saw what he did for a hundred dollars. Let me see what he does for a thirty. I thought it was sixty bucks. Yeah, my comic was like forty two. Oh, was it? I fucking destroyed this man's business. Made um, the love of his life leave him and everything. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, Zach, is this? I, I don't know if it's just a picture. Maybe you have like small hands, but That's is Victoria. that the size of a Pokemon card? It looks a little big. That's Victoria's hand one and two. Oh. it's a Pokemon card. Yeah. Okay, her hands are small, so okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I was like, God damn, that card looks giant. That was a because I have that means. I <laughs> I have one of those like giant Pokemon cards, that's like the size of like a sheet of paper. It's like uh-huh. a holographic Pikachu thing. I don't know what it was, but uh, I like it. But I was like, this looks so cool. And then I, it looked bigger than a normal card. But that makes sense. Ladies, you know he, that said, he said, I don't know what it was, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't what know if it was like saying? a... I don't know if it was like a promo for something. So or Yeah, they put oh, them you in know what it was? Yeah, it was like a booster booster pack of like yeah, and it was like you got a giant card in it. Yeah, I don't know shit about Pokemon cards though. You remember those full art cards, the like super thick cardboard ones that had the full Pokemon on it and the number, and some of them were holographic. Yep, those are my favorite Pokemon cards, and no one gives a shit about those cards. Like for some, those are the only ones that I have from. That's because those are for the poor kids. You and they never them. went up in value, dude. I got a Charizard. No. That shit never shot. And that you was still like have that the Charizard? original. I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. I'll take Fuck it. No, I love those. I would love to frame them one day, but yeah, I just yeah, I thought know what you're talking it's about. funny. Those are bad. The fact that they're not worth shit now means no one's going to be collecting them and then they're going to disappear and then later on they're going to be worth something. That's true, dude. So hold on to it. Just got to wait another three. When you die, they're going to be worth a lot. Jesus Christ. Well, they, they're they not they're not worthless. They're just not worth as much. Yeah. They're still like a few hundred dollars, like a grade 10 Charizard of that type. The foil one, the holographic one. Yeah, that's, I know. I collected that's all those Animorphs books recently, and they didn't go up in value at all in the last six oh, months. Man, you hate to see think it. about what you had to do to get those, too. Yeah, you had to Jesus, deal with a, a, a hot Canadian Melf to get them. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, bless your heart. Anyways, let's get into the news. We have Spider-Man 2 Venom. This is 455, releasing July to December 2024. Uh, genuinely shocked at the fucking audacity of Hot Toys to make this thing size accurate. What a fucking legendary Chad. After Dark moment, bro. Dean and I were like, "There's no, this thing's too fucking small. And then we changed the slide and we were both fucking... If, if you haven't yeah, seen cause, After Dark. Because in my head, he was standing on the base. Yeah. And- it kind of looks, especially, you know, on stream, you know, there's a bunch of shit going on. I look at the base. I'm like, oh, it's just a typical Hot Toys base. I was like, well, it doesn't look that big. But they also scale up bases sometimes. 
So we switched to the side and Zach and I eyes practically came out of our heads. We're like, holy shit. Yeah. Incredible moment. Do we have that clip on you? Or I'm no? trying to find it. So I saw Manny's stupid sweet potato picture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fern, if you're watching Fern, send me the photo or the, the clip. Or Dean, see if you can find it real quick. Let's see. Let me try okay. for two more seconds and then we'll move on. Anyways, uh, yeah, so this is... Uh, this is pretty cool that you get uh, two different heads, three different tongues. Uh, you also have, uh, this is uh, someone had edited, edited this together, but this is the approximate scaling of how he will scale with Carnage of Venom. Uh, and there's a lot of people, uh, interestingly, interestingly enough, that um, are upset at the size of this thing. They think it's going to be too unwieldy. They think it's not going to fit in a detoff. Uh, but I think this goes back to what I constantly say. It's like, do you want it to look good or do you want it to be accurate? Because I think... This is very accurate uh, to the game. I haven't played it, but I've seen the the uh, different stills. Uh, I would perhaps even say it could stand to be a little bit taller. But uh, this is a screenshot that Fern had sent us, and he is fucking massive in this game. I mean, he can wrap all of Spider-Man's torso with his arms in his hands. This is a big boy. So I, I got to give credit where credit is due. The fact that they've done this is incredible. I definitely think we're going to get a Venom of this size with the comic accurate logo at some point. So that's important to you. That's what I think will happen. Uh, but Dean, four fifty five a big shocker in terms of the price. Uh, yeah. Um, we did some price comparisons on the the movie Venom and the Carnage. And the Carnage, which is, I think, been said an inch smaller than this. Four inches. Four, four inches. Yeah, sorry. Four inches smaller mm -hmm. than this mm -hmm. is $15 less. Like, I I think on stream we were guessing, like, oh, how much is it going to be? I guessed under, like, right under six. I was at 650. Yeah, I was like, I, I thought maybe 650 after tax and, and shipping. Mm -hmm. And yeah, totally blew me away. I was like four fifty five. I was like, the Star Wars vehicles have been more than that, like almost like six, like in the sixes. I was like, this is fucking insane. Um, yeah, totally blown away by the price, um, the size. Again, pretty accurate. Um, it just looks incredible. This is just enormous i don't i don't like venom enough to spend 455 bucks on it but i'm tempted like, like even oh my god damn i might want to pick this up because it just looks like an incredible figure to own here's the uh, after dark venom by hot toys spider-man 2 Jeez. oh, oh they got the logo yeah what the game one i don't know Damn, oh, he's fucking fuck. huge! You they, fucking well, they, did it! Well, well they, they said he's supposed to be it. like... Damn, that was like us seeing Ben Thomas at OxCon. Um, <laughs> Sorry, he's fucking I thought somebody was looking. Yeah. Wow, they were looking at Ben More than Thomas. Once. I was That's looking right. and I was yeah. liking. <laughs> so I think if I didn't have the Tom Hardy Venom, I think it, you know it's a little too cartoony. Obviously, it's from a video game, so it's got a little bit more license to be a bit less, you know, um, accurate to like a real life thing. But so, so if I didn't have that Venom, I might be less enthused by this, but n having that one in hand and being blown away by that version, 
and then seeing this and how massive it is, I know this is going to be an incredible piece. And I was with you all. I thought like at least 600 bucks. There's no way I would have come up with 450 as the price point for this one. So that that as well. Now, obviously, price is all relative. That's still a lot of money, but I think that's really good value for something that's going to be an incredible centerpiece in some people's, you know, um, Spider-Man collection. If you've got a display case that can, you know, fit this one, I'm thinking it. I got a DF uh, 120, I think, for statues. I think he'll he'll fit in there. I could do like a cool little Spider-Man display, um, but you've really got to have the correct display space for this. Uh, or else I don't know that he's going to do a whole lot for you. But yeah, it's going to be just a really sweet piece. I've been loving the game, as I mentioned. I know we'll talk more about it. I haven't gotten to the part where Venom, you know, comes out just yet. But I'm incredibly hyped to see if I really love this iteration. But even without having that attachment, this is just, I love this character. I love the value. I just love everything about this. Um, I'm just assuming that they are upscaling some existing parts of the Tom Hardy Venom. And so, you know, maybe with them not having to do like an incredible amount of engineering to pull this off, they're able to give it to us at a better price. Um, but overall, yeah, just about everything that we could want. And now I kind of want to go and get some more figures from the Spider-Man line. I'm looking at the Miles from the first game because I think I could get that one for a good deal. Already got the Symbiote Spider-Man on order. Um, so yeah, this is going to get it. It's going to be dangerous. We'll see how deep they go on this line. It's funny because I could almost picture like the, you know, Hot Toys developers like on a computer screen with the Tom Hardy Venom body and like have an imagery where they're like, let's just increase the size and see how crazy we can go. Four. Six inches looks better. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> right. And like, and I like, so I just got to the Venom section of the, of the game and it, so we won't spoil that, but it is really cool. I do think like I do think this is going to be a classic version of the character just overall I think people are going to love it I am kind of of the same mindset that a lot of folks are though that as much as I love Venom and as much as I've been excited to ho hopefully see a white symbiote spider logo on the chest of a Venom I don't know how I'll fit this anywhere in my collection I took a, a measuring tape and measured 21 inches just off of my like of my desk the other day and it would be so large that it's like I I don't I I don't know how I would display it in a way that could look like classy and like I don't know if people that display their shit to look classy but like I try to make it I don't know function and flow and all of the things not just have cool shit jammed in a room and that's again not shade it's just I that's I don't know shade. if it'll fit in my room I don't know if it'll fit my room <laughs> so fit wow. and just like again the aesthetic and all of the things so. You shouldn't collect based on that either way. If this is your favorite character, then I think it's a like it's a must buy. I think this is the type of figure that will be more expensive to to get in hand. Obviously, once they're gone, I can't imagine the size of the shipping box on this bad boy. It's going to be crazy. Um, thankfully, there's no likeness rights for any actor, so I think that's probably how they could keep some of that cost squished down as well. Um, I see your comments there, Marco. Um, but honestly, I, I, I right now want to stick with my Tom Hardy Venom. Uh, I like the half head sculpt uh, transition uh, photo that, or like head sculpt thing that I got going on there. I think that's cool. This one I may skip on. It does give me hope though that we'll see more of a, like a, an even more so like comic inspired version of a Venom at some point. Because like when I close my eyes, I picture a slightly different symbiote uh, logo um, and some like blacks and blues in there. You know, like some shimmers of blue as opposed to kind of what we're seeing here. So 
gives me hope that we might see that down the line and I think I could wait for it. My my collection of this stuff is going to live in the game. I'm going to try and platinum the game. I'm going to try and unlock every suit and all the characters and have fun with it. Then it'll happen. I think you're, you're spot on, especially with us seeing that uh, comic accurate Iron Man. They're probably going to do I more so. of those. They've already got the engineering for it. Just put a spider logo, give us a more comic accurate face and yeah, they'll do it. 100%. They did that classic Spider-Man too. People were not Very as excited true. for that one as they were for this Iron Man. But um, yeah, I think this is supposed to be more like in the comics. Monster Venom was like huge, and course, the yeah. the symbol looked like that too with the like jagged legs. Uh, if you like the game and everything, I think it's cool. And if you wanted a Venom that at least had the the symbol, then that's cool. For me, he's way too big. Like the Venom books that I read and like Venom that I used to see in games that I played as a kid was more the Eddie Brock Venom that wasn't much bigger than Spider-Man. Even the, the Tom Hardy ones a little bit bigger than Eddie Brock Venom would have been. But so that's like my preferred Venom. Um, and also like, I wouldn't have anywhere to put this cause it's like a quarter scale figure almost. You want the Topher Grace one though, right? I do want the Topher Grace one. I would love to have the Topher Grace one. I'd get that too, actually. Yeah. Um, but I think it's cool. I think the base is stupid. <laughs> they didn't even give it a big enough base. In none of the pictures is he standing on that base. He's he's His legs are off the side of the base in every picture, I think. Just holding his leg. I think yeah. <laughs> um, that's hilarious. Uh, what was that? Oh, and then... You said they'll fit in the DF120. Joao was saying on Collectors Unite that it wouldn't even fit in a in a DF. Like you yeah, have to get a max. Honestly, you you could bend the legs though. You can you oh, can find could. ways to get them a little bit lower. But yeah, it's gonna be tight even for that one. Yeah, that's crazy. But the price is sick. That's cool. That's cool that a lot of stuff is getting good pricing. You know, because we're in a time when everything's crazy. So that's mm-hmm. cool. Ninja Squirrel in the chat uh, said peeling like the first of Hot Toys learned. That was something that I forgot to mention too, because I think the body construction is really similar to the Tom Hardy version. It also looks like it's got kind of that clear, I want to call it like a lacquer brushing over top that did Mm. peel a little bit. One of the ways that collectors tried to avoid having that thing peel was to not really keep it in very dynamic of poses. But in order for this bad boy to actually fit in some people's displays, they're going to have to put it in a dynamic pose, potentially risking some of that failure. So... It's that's gonna be a hard pill to swallow, huh? A tough nut to swallow. Yeah, tough nut. I got the, I got the. I've been, I've been thinking about it, you know. <laughs> wow, I think so about the nut. Uh, let's look at the uh, tail of the tape here. We have uh, four fifty-five for the Venom, four forty-five for the standard Carnage. Didn't really feel like there was any point comparing the deluxe Carnage because the figure itself was the same. We were just getting that extra bust. Uh, Twenty-point eight inches for the size compared to sixteen-point nine. Two sculpts on both uh, standard uh, non-diorama style base. The Venom comes with the symbiote attack hands, four symbiote tendrils, and three magnetic tongues. I think where a lot of the Carnage price may come in is the uh, multiple accessories it has over the Venom. You got the claws, the sword hand, the sickle left hand, the claw hand, four symbiote tentacles, ten symbiote um, like string parts, uh, and the same three magnetic tongues. So um, certainly can kind of see where they cut some corners on the Venom. I haven't played the game, but there's some people in the comments saying there should be some additional accessories that you see in the game that Venom may uh, use in the game. But, uh, you know, with this one, there's not, like, any sort of coming soon. So I would say don't pre-order it thinking that they're going to add a bunch of shit at the end. So 
Uh, but again, a really solid price point, um, you know, compared to the uh, Carnage. And uh, yeah, hopefully this is a little bit more fair comparison than the um, one from uh, the Inart and the Wanda. Uh, so get it or not, we have it in the uh, YouTube poll. Uh, for me, I, I'm not going to be getting this. I think it looks great. I just um, don't really want to spend $445 in Venom when I'm already getting my preferred symbiote, which is the uh, Black Suit Spider-Man. Uh, Dean, are you getting this? Um, I don't think so. Uh, maybe after I play the game, I'll totally change my mind. But like I said, I don't like the character enough as of right now to spend you know, 500 bucks on it. So, um, we'll see. If it's on me now, yeah, gotta have it. Gotta have it. All right. He confuses you because he introduces one and then the other one, he's like, Fuck yeah, off. exactly. He's like, come on. Oh, I, we've only been doing this for um, like two I need years a personal together. introduction. Yeah. This is our second uh, time. Ben, <laughs> second now that so. it is your turn, would you like to give us your answer? <laughs> so, with everything that I said, I may actually still pick this up just to see what it's like to have a figure in six scale, but in this size range. Uh, review it, put it on the show, have fun with it. If I can find a cool way to display it, I think I would still like to have it, uh, especially to go in combination with the uh, the symbiote black uh, suit Spider-Man that I've got coming from the game already. Um if I decide against it, it'll be because I want to see what other villains we might actually get from that game. It looks like it's going to be potentially a pretty extensive list of other characters from some of those in six scale. That could also look really cool in the display. So I may save those dollars uh, elsewhere. So if it has to be get it or not, right now it will be a get it. Wow. Uh, Eddie, what do you think? Uh, it's a not for me. But one... One cool thing that I heard someone say that I didn't think about till now is it sizes better with the Carnage because they made Carnage super huge mm. for Let There Be Carnage, and this one, they, those two go really well together now. They will, I yeah. think so. Yeah. That's cool. Very good. So, Is there the a – Ben, is there a Rhino in the Spider-Man game? Don't spoil I don't, it. I don't want to spoil it for people. It's too oh, it's a spoiler I'll let you know in the private chat. So okay. – uh, in the get it or not poll, we have 46% get it, 54% not. So thank you guys for taking the time to participate in today's get it or not. Uh, Inart posted some, um, I guess, updates. Don't quite understand what exactly these are. Uh, again, they seem to just post a lot of photos, and uh, they're saying here that they um, have optimized the Superman figure, and they're sharing what they have done. So let's see here. In this iteration, we have taken the iconic head sculpt but sculpted hair design uh, to the next level by introducing rooted bangs. While there's still just one version of the Superman figure, we've amped up the excitement by equipping it with two head sculpts, each showcasing a different emotion. The head sculpt with a calm expression boasts a full head of sculpted hair, whereas the sculpt with an angry expression supports sculpted hair with a with meticulously rooted bangs. Uh, they also... Uh, yeah, that's pretty much just that's, the bangs. That sounds fucking stupid. I will be honest, I think this this is pretty pointless. And I, I appreciate that you can perhaps get a little bit more of expression with the bang, but I don't really know how much a extra you're gonna bang? you're gonna get over like a sculpted what? piece of bang. One single bang, yeah. 
Hey man, some people only get one. We're not all Ben. We only <laughs> yeah. get one Ben. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, and and I guess as I'm reading this now, I think Safel's right. These aren't really updates. They're just posting the same thing over and over again. So let's let's skip over this. Maybe we'll have to filter these out a little bit better. Uh, but I did want to talk about this. So um, these are photos supposedly from the Bangkok show that uh, Inart had this weekend. I haven't been able to confirm if that is the case. I did see some photos of their display, and these did not look like the same displays. But I did reach out to John for comment, and he has not written back yet. But I know it's this constant discussion that we've had on the on the show. It's like, what is, I guess, the the improvement that Inner has to make for these magnetic bases? Now, Eddie, I know that you yourself have not had problems, but I would say more people have had problems than have not had problems and when you look at this uh sort of it looks like almost someone like just tackled the case like everything has fallen mm-hmm. over you got yeah. batman falling over oh love you got <laughs> you got the michael jackson lean joker Dean, can you defend this in a trump voice like we did not pose these figures these figures <laughs> these figures were not posed by us <laughs> they were posed by hacks the worst people they really are worst posers in the game We've got the best magnets. Um, yeah, yeah. The best I, magnets. I, I'm I'm thinking that somebody bumped into these because, like you said, everything in the case is disheveled, not just yeah. the figures. Do you but, think that their next round of orders needs to address the magnet situation? Because again, outside of I, these being bumped in into, yeah, I think like just put like a like a single crotch grabber in there just for you know prosperity's sake, like. You don't have to use it if you're like Eddie and you're you're good at doing this. You don't have the problem, but some people do. Some people do have that problem. Give them the option to, like I said, just one of those singular claws things that doesn't really touch your figure at all if you don't want it to. But if it you know starts to lean forward, it'll grab it. Mm-hmm. You know, just something simple like that. It doesn't have to be fucking groundbreaking technology. Just you know, if it works, use it. I Apparently, uh, could... sorry, Blue is saying that. Uh... John in one of the comments said these were old prototypes. I didn't see that comment. Uh, we pulled these photos from uh, the 1-6 Kit Facebook group. My apologies. I'll say um, that I may or may not have oh, seen it go. slightly <laughs> tilting forward from time to time. You go in and you fix it before it falls over, and then you're good. <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. Wait, hang on. What did he say? Wait, oh, wait. He, he never fell. He never fell over. But <laughs> you, every now and then, it. you might see him, you know, a touch more forward than he was when he set him up, and you just got to oh. go in there, fix it real quick, and then you're good. So yeah, what do you think? Base gate, is it a thing? Is it not a thing? It's I think it's where I don't use my, my bases anymore trailer. on the Jokers. Um, just because, yeah, the same thing. Like, I started seeing them tilting. I had it in one position for a long time. It was totally fine. I went and reposed it and didn't spend like a long time getting it exactly right. And then it started to lean. And so, yeah, it's not, it's not a perfect system. So they either need to redo, rethink the entire setup and do like a lot more magnets, stronger, uh, something like that, or just don't do the magnets at all because the way that they've done the Joker and it's seeming potentially these other figures, it just doesn't work for, for the longevity of the figures. And then you got some really expensive sculpts that are potentially going back or going forward, and that's never what you want. Yeah, and and for what it's worth in the, like, in art things just falling 
uh, scorecard, right? Like, I mean, Justin just recently was at a convention and a figure exploded in front of him. Like, no one was touching it, just exploded. So, I mean, you know, prototype or not, or magnets or not in the <laughs> base, like, true. that has that has has been a thing that has been known to happen. So, um, you know, take that as you will. Uh, in fact, I think it's right here. Oh, God damn it. It says we have to. You know, the. Uh, I was thinking Batman with those boots, the McFarlane figure was hard to stand, too. Mm-hmm. It, the, the figure arts the is way, hard to stand as well. Yeah, it's the way those boots are. Like, he for sure should get a crotch grabber because he, I know he's going to be even more annoying than the Joker. He's probably going to be the worst one with those boots. For for my Joker, like because oh, and for all of ours, because his foot is like kind of curved upwards. When I had him on the magnetized base, he did start to tip forward. When I put him literally just straight off the counter, like right on the on the shelf, uh, with just a little blue tack under his foot, he's been fine ever since. So for me, blue tack is is my treat when it comes to no base uh, living. Um, I now live in an apartment building, so it's a lot more shaky here than my old house in the basement was, uh, and the figures have been fine. Um, so I don't use the bases on these ones at all, but I agree with you. The McFarlane Batman, Eddie, that one falls all the time on me. Uh, so I'll be curious if this will be the same way with the Batman, uh, or not, but, um, I don't think it's a conspiracy. I think some of those cases were definitely messed with, uh, if everything and it was messed up, like, uh, yeah. like Dean said, like, I think and, and we'll, we'll update if, or when John gets back to us, uh, Calvin did, says, uh, did Denobi uh, attend the show? Jesus right. Christ. Calvin says, uh, what's up fellas? Just tune in and y'all have me concerned. I gotta go check mine. This is still such a legendary moment that is just is so fantastic that's captured on individual little strands for the motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, it looks like he doesn't face. ever sleep ever. His eyes are Works fucking hard. black. Mine are too. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Inbox Studios Monster of Hoth. This is uh, two seventy nine for the single version. There's a version A, version B. Um, and then 578 for the two pack. These prices do not include shipping, which can be quite expensive. Uh, these are releasing December of this year to September of next year. Uh, but they are tauntauns. Uh, they're rooted, essentially statues, uh, that, uh, are in six scale. So you can put your, uh, Luke and, uh, Han Hoth figures on them. Uh, they have rolling eyeballs, uh, which they use like a purse type system. Uh, some rooting on the uh, fur there and uh, this company they've made i think a bantha and they've made a i believe a wampa so it's yeah. not their first uh, first excursion into it but this is uh, again by inbox studios so if you want to order these uh, you can do so on their website they are limited so uh, depending on uh, i wouldn't wait forever but uh it's just it's something that we don't normally cover but i think it was it was kind of a neat little <clears throat> thing these are sick Bro, monster? Rude. These are they're monsters. They're monster? sweet little, they're little ice puppies. Look at them. I um, didn't fucking name the figure monster. I'm not pop. saying That's what you it, did. Am oh, I attacking you? What the you fuck? You fucking felt like it. It felt like it. Honestly, no, I'm so no, used I'm to it. No, I'm saying victim mentality. <laughs> That's true. Jesus that, that, Christ. You know what, Zach? You're not wrong. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Don't give up on me now, Dean. Um... Yeah, I like these. Five hundred bucks for a two pack? That's not bad. Five seventy eight plus okay, shipping, which was was supposedly. I think on some people that got their other stuff, they were like, like two one hundred fifty to two hundred dollars a ship. What the fucking do back is more than that. 
Granted, the dewback's bigger, but it's not rooted. It doesn't really do anything. So the fact that you get two, the only thing is they can put old sideshow figures on this. Those aren't very good. They're not bad, but they're not great. It's like we need new versions of those characters to really like what? Do we think that Hot Toys, if they ever made a Han and Luke, which I don't think they would ever make another Han, but if they made a Hoth Han and a Hoth Luke, given that they've made the Dewback, can you see them making Tauntaun A and B? Yeah. I sure Well, oh, I so. think they, they'd probably make Tauntaun A with swap out parts so you could differentiate it, but okay. I don't think it'd be two completely different Tauntauns like this. They seem not to care that much about the original trilogy at this point, though. We're just not getting as many figures as we should. So I'm not very hopeful that that would happen, but it would be incredible. And I really hope it does. Yeah. Danny, you can order these on their Inbox Studios Facebook page. Again, those old Sideshow figures aren't terrible figures. They're not. But... Um, you know how much they sell for? Like three, 400 bucks, probably. They're pretty expensive. Yeah, because, yeah, they're like the only versions you could get of these guys, so... I think Danny just rather. picked up the uh, the blue coated Han when I was with him for like two fifty. It wasn't wow. a lot. Yeah, I'd want this, but I'd need a either Han or Luke. Yeah, if I already own those figures, I would definitely get these. But since I don't, I got to spend another potentially six hundred bucks on top of the six hundred bucks. It's just not gonna happen. It's interesting because I was it, they look almost underscaled to me so i was curious how they actually scaled based on the measurements that were provided but the thing is 24 inches wide so it's i mean it's almost two feet wide uh which is pretty crazy i do think um you know especially since we saw the dewback i feel like i've heard a lot of collectors say well i wouldn't get the dewback but i'd totally get the the tauntauns and now this is an option that's available so i will be curious to see how many people actually do that and this is a great alternative because it kind of gives you your base at the same time uh, for some stability for your figures. Oh. So it's a cool display and it's, and I think it should be big enough to house them. I would be curious, as I said, to see how many people actually put the money uh, where their mouth is uh, though. Cause a lot of people have said they would get Tauntauns if they were available. Now I do think hot toys might do it though, seeing the competition out there in the market and it wouldn't be totally surprising to see them do it anyways. Since they have put out those uh, those dewbacks and blurbs, but it might and, not be this good. Like this might end up being better than what Hot Toys. Be offers, interesting to which see. I don't say that often, but yeah, this looks yeah. great. The uh, NRDs on these is basically fifty percent, so two seventy nine NRD for the uh, two pack, and then I think it's like one thirty five for the um, single pack. And you can pick A or B. So uh, obviously one is Luke's and one is Hans and. Uh, Kind of depending on, I guess, if you want one or both, you can decide. But they are very limited, so if you want them, you know, definitely get those orders in as soon as possible. Uh, next up, we have Lego, the Icons Ornithopter. A little bit of a uh, nitpick here, because they call it the Atreides Royal Ornithopter, but in the film, it's implied, and in the book, I'm almost sure it's confirmed that these are uh, just, like, the planet the Ornithopters. Yeah, yeah, they're not really owned by any one particular family but that's a big nitpick no one cares but me but this thing is fucking awesome it's 165 dollars it's fucking massive it's like almost three feet uh front to back and it releases february 2024 uh you do get some really cool mini figures you get the baron you get gurney paul um johnny um what the fuck is Liet that Liet kynes duncan um 
the Duke, and I think this is Lady Jessica in the gold. Um, a bit odd that Paul doesn't have a still suit as well, because in this scene in particular, he does wear a still suit. And I guess I've heard the argument like, oh, you just take Chani's because uh, everyone else needs one that's supposedly in the Ornithopter. But it's you know kind of just like, why didn't y'all just give Paul the actual fucking thing he wears in this scene? But uh, and then you also get the Baron, which is a fucking incredible design for a minifigure. That's pretty sick that they pulled that off. That I would yeah. not think that they do something like that. Yeah, and, and it has uh, folding landing gear. It's uh, supposedly minifig scale, so the pilots actually sit in the seats. And uh, it, it doesn't look super in scale, but it it looks good. I like it a lot. I was going to say it almost looks bigger than it should. They didn't seem massive in the in the movie. No, but, and I think um, they, they can seat 10 people. So, I mean, it is a sizable Oh, that's true. You're craft. right. Yeah. Because usually that scene with... Uh, where um, Paul and his mother are being captured, or they're mm-hmm. being taken out to the desert, it looks like they're going to fit maybe like two other people. But when they, they rescue do those fucking, people, yeah, they load a bunch of people into it. But fun um, fact: the Ornithopter on November third is coming to Microsoft Flight Simulator. So uh, we did a fly oh. around in the Warthog, so I'm gonna have to do a fly around uh, um, in the desert. In the the yeah, so this is like an actual licensed Lego product. Yeah, it's under their Lego icons line. So typically with the icon stuff, they're more like one. one Yeah, they're like one off. So I don't think that they're going to make like a bunch of Dune stuff. But it is cool to see that that Dune is getting out there and other. Yeah, I was going to say, because you showed a bunch of the minifigures. I was like, it's a really weird set to include the Baron in. It is. And I think that's why. If you're not going to do more Dune stuff, this makes sense. Yeah, the only thing I would say missing is perhaps the Emperor, but technically we haven't seen him yet, and his minifigure, according to McFarland, would probably be pretty plain, so I think you could just kitbash one, but um, they give you like a pretty pretty nice little spread here, so uh, certainly uh, strongly considering this one at 165. Um, <laughs> Cuervo says, not to go back, but can I scale the Venom with my quarter-scale Spidey? Could be. What is quarter scale? 18 inches? So Venom is 21. So yeah, probably could scale pretty good. Yeah. Not bad. Not a bad fucking idea, Cuervo, honestly. Hmm. Um, let's see here. So we talked a lot about where you can order figures from. If you do choose to order with 1.6 kit, you can get $10 off uh, your purchase of the Inart Superman, which ends on Saturday uh, using code CWSM. So again, Pop Culture, Gundam, a uh, bunch of different places you can order. If you're so inclined, Big Bad Toy Store. Uh, but uh, you got to do your research, figure out what you want. But if you do choose to order from 16Kit, you do have that option for a discount code. Do your homework. Um, yeah, do your homework. Our main discussion for tonight is video games. And Marco, this week has been very interesting. We've seen uh, what a lot of people are saying could be a contender for Game of the Year. I know there are some very, very good video games that have come out this year. But there's also have been some very poorly made games, which, I mean, in any year you're going to get that. But it seems like 2023 with Gollum and with the game that we're going to talk about now, it seems like those are so incredibly bad that it's almost like you're looking at decades ago quality of game, right? So let's, uh, let's, let's get into it. So 64 bit fix Marco, tell me when to change slides. Yeah. So if you wouldn't mind, let's start with the Kong game, I believe is the first one. Actually, there we go. So, so Kong, um, the picture on the left actually has a link to an article that talks about, 
this being one of the one of the worst games and that it might actually rival um Gollum as you know the worst game of the year so some really poor textures not great gameplay seeming like they've taken screenshots of the game and use that in the cutscenes it's just all this it's going viral <laughs> absolutely going viral here and uh, there we go the screenshots <laughs> Um, what? <laughs> Hang on, let like, me make this bigger. There you go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the that fuck? That did look like a screenshot. That? New Kong Game of the Year edition. Sorry, what year did you say this game is, Marco? It came out this, this week. came out. $50 oh. game as well. So, so I think that's the you know the tough part here, the tough nut to swallow, if you will, is that the price that they're asking for both Gollum and this, and also the quality of games out in the market that demand your fifty dollars plus, right? There's just no these don't belong in that conversation. So it's you know studios trying to cash in on maybe you know the gaming craze and, and the amount of money that are out there, um, and it's just really really horrendous showing. So hoping that this one gets recalled if it hasn't already and. Yeah, not much more to say, but what do you guys think about that one? Yeah, they That's should bury that one in the desert like they did uh, back in the day with those Atari games. It's Call it a day. <laughs> yeah, this what is... What the um... fuck? They literally just did a screenshot. <laughs> is that not the most wild shit you've is ever seen? Is that a cutscene? <laughs> it's a yeah. cutscene. Oh my god. <laughs> this is... Um... Looks like something on the Ben Thomas. I thought maybe it was like a preview or like (laughs) it's like Ben's new channel intro. It's just (laughs) (laughs) yeah, they had a fucking COVID fever and he's making channel intros. Ben, come on. Um, I actually sent Marco a clip that I think you might be able to use as well, which is pretty funny. But uh, it's it's not even like like I can accept when games don't go for ultra realism, right? Like uh, Zelda: The Wind Waker. You know, at a time when everyone was pushing that, like, 3D, like, ultra-realism, like, that game has held up incredibly well. Sprite artwork holds up incredibly well. Well, but it's like... They were also at the whim of their own technology. The GameCube wasn't exactly... Metroid Prime was a launch title, and it looked... What I'm saying is, they're clearly not doing this intentionally. Like, it's not supposed to look this funny, is what I'm saying. (laughs) And it... Now, now I've I've read that the the team was you know twenty people or whatever, which I don't know, think is necessarily an excuse because I you know there's uh, game dev- games that have been developed by one person that are just incredible games, right? Um, yeah, and so I don't know that that's that's really an excuse, yeah. But yeah, and, and it's wild when you see like Gollum and you're like a game could not possibly be worse than Gollum, and then like three months later this happens and it's like holy yeah. shit, like how does this happen? And, like, Lord of the Rings, a massive franchise. King Kong uh, and, you know, the whole Godzilla monsters sort of IP stuff. Like, massive, massive franchises that this is happening to is fucking wild. I don't know how at any point someone didn't look at this and just say, like, we either need to pause. We need to extend the development time. And it's not even like you just, like, there's a patch that needs to be done or something needs to be like the whole game is just bad and i don't understand how it got to this point yeah especially because like when you look at games like say cyberpunk 
which was in development for like 15 years. And it was finally getting to the point where it was like, guys, you need to shit or get off the pot and release this fucking game. I can understand how some corners may have been cut and they needed to fix things after the fact. I could cut some, you know, slack there. But who the fuck was waiting for this game? Who was like, get Kong on the shelves tomorrow, right fucking now? You need to fucking, like who? Who was pushing these people to release this this way? Nobody. This is fucking crazy that this was released. I've never seen a fucking JPEG, not only in a cutscene, but it's not even the full screen and it's not even HD. It looks like a Polaroid. Like, what the fuck is Dean, this? Dean, this is just an artistic choice like the Flash movie CGI. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay, okay. Just okay, an artistic okay. choice. Yeah. yeah, we've just seen this year has been a fucking travesty in video games. Uh, you know, this, I didn't even realize it was this bad. I just heard people say it was bad. This, the new Hellboy game is like fucking dog shit. I haven't even um, heard of that one. I guess. Starfield, I don't. I honestly don't know how people gave the, that game like perfect scores because it's fucking embarrassing. And I could literally go off on an hour tangent of why that game was fucking dog shit, but just go on YouTube and look how fucking bad it is. It's mm -hmm. insane that they haven't been sued into oblivion like people did with Cyberpunk. Oblivion um, or No Man's Sky. Or No Man's Sky, yeah. Like how they no destroyed Man's that. No Man's Sky. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Marco, that's funny. Yeah, Oblivion. Um, when you have people making games like Baldur's Gate 3 with incredible storytelling, compelling characters, massive storylines that you could dive into, characters out the wazoo with with unique interactions, and then you, you have people making shit like this in Starfield, it's it's... It's just inexcusable. And, and the Gollum game. Sorry, I forgot to mention. Um, it, it's wild. I, I don't get it. Well, I think it just it tells me, you know, how difficult video game development is and how any good game that we get is kind of a miracle, right? Because it's incredibly complex to make games, especially AAA games that only not only need like the right talent and the right resources, but the right amount of time. And obviously there's always economic factors that are pushing for these games to be released earlier than they they're necessarily ready to be released so um yeah so so this one is just incredible that it was ever it ever saw the light of day um but it's a cult classic at this point yeah um ninja squirrel says squadron 42 looks bananas squadron 42 those of you who don't know has been in development for i don't know 12 years 15 years but those developers <clears throat> let you play the game while they're making it so you could play star citizen which they call their um uh, persistent universe it's multiplayer you could do quests you could you could do jobs you could buy ships explore the vast universe in real time with no loading screens <clears throat> where you could be in space and then fly down to the surface of the planet go do some shit and fly away it's incredible and they just did their citizen con this this past week and they've showed what they've been doing and it's insane uh, but you know like i said th those games have been in, in development for a long ass time so i just I, you know 20 people making this con game it's like uh, you, 
you could kind of cut some slack here and there, but not like this. A JPEG <laughs> cutscene, and it's oh yeah, I, I I could keep going, but Jesus. There's also a uh, eight different skins that you can, uh, I guess, like have for this game. If like you get the colors? most expensive, the Colossal Edition game, you get the Albino White Kong. Wow, that seems for the racial. most exclusive version of the game. That seems racial. Which I mean doesn't look great to be honest. I mean, you know, and it's you know we That's talk not about even collectibles. Albino, that was great. <laughs> it's great. We talk about collectibles a lot. I thought it was kind of fun to, you know, maybe talk video games for a bit. But no, Zach, uh, you brought up a good point a second ago. Sorry, let me just. Um, no, please tell me. Back in the day, video games released finished. Yeah, you bought the disc and you bought the game, and that was it. Yeah, this is like a a, a recent phenomenon. I would say within the last, I don't know, five to ten years, where you you buy a game and then it's like, oh, buy the season pass and you'll get the other shit that was supposed to be in the game that were you know, it's like what the fuck like. DLC is a completely different animal to including the shit that should have come in the game. Like that's yeah. utter horseshit that, that it's just crazy. It's like I could buy in, in 2000, whatever, let's just say 2000 when JRPGs were at their height, a, a hundred plus hour game that was just done. And now I can't buy a, an Assassin's Creed game without a, not just picking on them, but without 10,000 updates and downloads that I got to do to make it fucking playable, it's a, it's bananas. So I will just say to anyone listening that, you know, is curious more about game development, I want to highlight DJ's comment here. I don't think it's about being complex. These studios are just lazy or greedy and release incomplete stuff. Oh, read this 100%. Called, well, so I, I would say, Dean and also DJ, read this book called Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. It's by Jason Schreier. and kind of talks about various games that kind of went through various cycles of development. Some of them were unsuccessful. Some of them were canceled. There's the Star Wars, I think, 1313 game in there. For me, it like helped me a lot more understand the pressure that studios feel from their financiers and like all of the complexities of building a video game. So highly recommend that if you've got the time. One hmm. thing on that point that Dean made, uh, credit where credit's due, um, I saw this tweet and I thought it was like almost sad that it had to be tweeted, and I, I want to say it was from Insomniac. The uh, that's who makes the Spider-Man game, right? The new one. Mm -hmm. But yeah. they had basically said that the full game is on the disc, so they're like, you know, you don't need internet, you don't need like you could basically play it as is and enjoy it. But they're like, there is a very small optimization patch that you can download, but it's not required. Like this, like I fucking hate getting home after a long day of work game came in the mail i plopped that bitch in it's like oh 120 gigabyte download yeah you gotta wait two and hours it's like fuck it. man I've, like, I've been waiting all day for this so uh yeah, yeah. so uh credit where credit's due insomniac did uh put the full game on the disc now this game uh, i want to say marco and ben you guys are playing it i don't think eddie you're playing this at the moment correct no yeah spider-man 2 what do y'all think about it as spoiler free as possible please ben how about you go first yeah, and definitely spoiler free. It it is uh, really fun, really really fun so far. I would say um, it's weird because it's the third time now I've explored 
a very similar city. And while I definitely see upgrades in some of the visuals, definitely some of the ray tracing has been improved. Lots of the like textures uh, have been increased. Uh, the suits look amazing on the PS5 um, with the 4K going, like the blast. Like it looks really good, but it is definitely a third game in the same playground. So I do find that there's been a little bit of repetitivism in terms of some of the side quests and stuff like that. Some of the side quests definitely feel to me more naturally found though than they used to be. I used to feel like I'd have to pull up a menu to kind of select the side mission and go find it. Whereas you can see elements of the environment now that kind of draw you in and then some of those side missions kind of uh, come to life. So that again is a bit of an improvement I think just in the playability of the game. Um, I didn't realize how many suits would be available, but there are so many skins that I would just never play with. Like there's some really, there's some really fun ones. And then there's just some kind of like lame ones that I feel like they kind of just threw in. Now, I don't know mm. how many sp spider suits even exist in like the fandom. So for all I know, like this is just, again, a small selection of what we'll still see in the future. I still haven't unlocked all of them yet. Um, so crossing my fingers. And again, some of them have been fantastic, uh, including I got the special edition version that came with the miles that has like a like a cape aesthetic. Um, and some of the movement dynamics with the cape and everything are some of my favorite like character dynamic movement uh, within the game. Uh, and it's not even like a traditional looking suit. Uh, I'm also like a huge Batman Arkham you know, game fan from back in the day. So like, I just like anything with a cape too. But, really but Asriel vibes. Yeah, sure. like it was, it's really fun. Um, uh, the um, So far, like I, I just got to the, the Venom section. So if you're expecting it to be a fully like Venomized game, it's certainly not. Like I played, I think for three full sessions which were about three to four hours per session so call it 12 to 13 hours worth of playtime um before i even got to the venom storyline and i'm just kind of getting there now uh but again i don't just do main missions i do side missions as they come and main missions when i get there and i just play i just have fun and fun factor 10 out of 10 maybe even 11 out of 10 swinging through the city is just an exhilarating feeling uh like you want to feel like the character this is the type of game where you feel like you're that character uh and then the inclusion of a, a gliding suit uh, that i think we've seen in trailers and stuff um i didn't think i'd care for that it does make traversal um fun as well while you're gliding and not swinging um it does get you places a little bit quicker when you just need to get there um so that is really fun fighting feels about the same movement styles and power sets and stuff feel about the same uh, and what i will say is it's really easy to gain points so it's easy to do things like upgrade the suits and upgrade your skill trees and stuff like that that feels really quick and every time i hit my start button i've got a couple upgrades to do which is pretty fun so overall i would absolutely still recommend it but i still think if you've played miles morales and spider-man 1 you're going to feel some of those similarities as well um, and maybe be a little bored with the environment at times uh, in comparison. So I've got to completely agree with everything that Ben said there. I've, I've got the same kind of issues in that, you know, you're feeling the fatigue of having played a very similar game twice already. And for me, this is maybe the fourth time because I went back and played the remastered version of the first game. And, um, but I still love this world. I still love swinging around. I love Insomniac's, you know, tone that they've taken this Spider-Verse world and kind of made it their own. They make different decisions than kind of things that we've seen in other mainline properties. Um, so I would say, you know, on top of the repetitiveness, 
it's just a step below like a naughty dog level of writing. Like they're very, very, very triple A caliber, great acting, really solid writing. But then there's some moments of like kind of cheesy shit that happens. And then you're like, ah, okay. It's just short of really, just short of greatness for me. Uh, so not quite like a last of us level of, of, you know, polish with the dialogue and with the story, but really, really close um, and excited to see. I would give Insomniac all of the games, all of the Marvel characters. I know they're doing a Wolverine, but there's some um, allusions to other characters in the universe, I will say. So I, I would love to see, you know, as many Marvel characters as they can handle, give, give them all of them, because I think they knock this out of the park just about as close to, um, you know, a top game of the ps5 that i've played so far i'm trying to think you know i've played god of war there's been very few like must play ps5 games for me personally and this this one's at the very top so really enjoying my time and highly recommend i know speaking with joao he's like well it's only a 90 on metacritic and so it's it's not quite great and i was like you know playing it it does feel like a very great experience so if you're worried about the the level of greatness for this if, if that's your barometer I'd say, you know, maybe it's not going to meet your expectations, but it's really, really solid and highly recommend you playing it. 90 is pretty high. <laughs> it's pretty high. I, I would give most games less than 80. Yeah. Um, uh, Ninja Squirrel says they messed up the Puerto Rican flag uh, in the game, not just at Miles' house. Oh, they, sure. they put the Cuban flag instead, oh, no. which is a very similar flag. I will give you that. The colors are swapped with the red and the blue. But that's like a Google search. I don't understand how that is even possible <laughs> um, to fuck that up, um, especially because they've done it before, right? They made the Miles game without the Cuban flag. What gives? Are um, we sure apparently... Ninja Squirrel isn't colorblind? No, it's a big thing. Pure Aqua <laughs> yeah, completely yeah, about it. it yeah, it's, yeah. Um, uh, and, you know, he says there's some bugs where you get trapped inside buildings or cars and stuff. And, you know, they're games have glitches they have bugs i get that even you know back in the day things weren't perfect but it's as simple as patching it with a simple download instead of the game's completely unplayable yeah. from launch um and i did hit a game breaking bug that i was able to fix by loading an earlier save so it was an uh -oh. annoyance but that's been my biggest issue and didn't didn't break the game for me overall is that a spoiler? Like, can you say what happened? I don't want to say where it is, but yeah, it just basically stopped me from making progress. Like, a prompt wasn't wasn't coming up, so then I had to load an earlier save. Oh shit! Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've said this about movies too. You gotta you gotta play them yourself or watch them yourself. Because if you just go off what the scores are online, you're. You know, you're gonna think Starfield is the greatest game that ever fucking existed, and it's the okay. Time about, opus of you've said this twice. What is the, for the uninitiated? What is the like? Can you give me like a surface a level? What the problem is? Um, yes, uh, the illusion of choice. Uh, oh, I I know what you're talking about. So like, are you talking about like choices you make don't actually, be, like don't have consequences? And then I've yeah, also like heard, the like, mission like you, will always end the way they intended it to end, no matter regardless what choice. Of, sure. Of yeah, and then it's not I've open heard, world. Like, yeah, like the planets. You're you're like going onto a part, a seat of the planet, but you're not actually like yeah. And no then man's guy, you, you can actually like circumnavigate. A whole right, planet. and if you want to go to a certain point of the map, you can't. You can't even walk there. You there's you're in you get bubbles. a wall. Yeah, 
and then you have to leave and then go back um like people will just people will just start floating like they'll just start rising until you like can't interact them with them anymore um sometimes when you leave the planet your ship won't load correctly and you're in space and like you're what looks like your ship but it's not there it's like just the inside of your ship so you don't have any weapons and if you get into a fight you're basically fucked um i could literally go on and on about why that game is such fucking it was the load screens that disappointed me the most yeah it's even no man's sky for all its faults at launch uh what the game has become is pretty wonderful and the ability to go from space to fly down and land on the planet, explore to your heart's content, get back in your ship and fly away again Without is amazing. Yeah. Uh, whereas like that's what people wanted, I think, out of this game in a lot of ways, but with all of the other elements like Dean had mentioned too, and just yeah. none of those points are hitting on all cylinders. It's it is disappointing. And and, and I I said this a long time ago. You could go find the stream where I was like, it's a Bethesda game. So they're going to be using their shitty engine that just has aged poorly and it's going to have the same glitches and sure enough the same glitches that are in as far back as um what was the one before oblivion fallout well fallout but um oblivion Morrowind? basically Morrowind. yeah morrowinds are okay. present in in this game it's like what the fuck are you people doing and and they don't fix those because it's a problem with the game engine. It's not something they could patch. It's it's just fucking bananas that they're like I said. Yeah, the, they I will, haven't been sued. I will agree with you that their their game engine needed an, a whole refresh, and the fact that they keep kind of reusing a lot of pieces and the games feel a little samey, that does make them go from really a top tier developer to you know they're losing some traction to some other some other groups for sure. One thing to add, uh, just with people talking about Insomniac and the Wolverine game, though, uh, if you guys never had a chance to play it on PS3, it was the Wolverine Origins video game from the Wolverine Origins film. I know the film wasn't well received by a lot of people. I still had fun with it back in the day, but the game is fantastic. I mean, yeah. as Wolverine, you are cutting people in half, chopping limbs off. There is blood. It's insanity and is that you get the to, one where if they shoot you you're like muscles fly yeah off and shit. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah yeah and then grow back into like place like when you heal yeah. um they give you different skins similar to like spider-man so like you can put different like you can have like the brown suited wolverine or like the yellow comic blue suit with the short ears or the long ones like so many cool things of the game super super fun to play if you guys missed it go try and find that uh before you uh get all hyped for the insomniac version there you go. Uh, let's uh, bring this back to collectible. So I asked everyone to show me a one of your favorite video games and a collectible from that video game. So Pokemon Red is a fucking like lifetime defining game for me. Um, I played this game for fucking. I remember getting my first um, cartridge. I remember the first time I leveled my Charizard to level 100. I remember realizing that that's the most that you could go. So I was kind of uh shocked at that um i remember just the first time i beat the game like i had um played and played and played and i couldn't you know beat the game or i didn't really know how to beat the game until i got the um the strategy guide like i wasn't i think it was like eight so i just didn't know what the fuck i was supposed to be doing and i remember vividly the first time i almost beat lance and i got fucking swept by his gyarados and um 
Maybe it wasn't Lance. I, remember, I just remember getting swept at some point by this fucking Pokemon, and it fucking pissed me off. And and I remember actually beating them, and I remember this was back when you had, like, the double A's. My shit was about to, like, just disintegrate. The batteries were, like, on the last volt of energy they could give me. The last And it was, yeah. like, I was, like, fucking Goku. I was, like, everyone raise their hands and give me your fucking strength. And I pulled through... And I remember, like, and then after you beat the game, you have to sit through this whole song and dance, and they, like, it just takes forever. And I remember, like, pressing A, and I couldn't enjoy the fact that I beat the game because I was, like, trying to fucking, yeah. it was miraculous that I won. And oh. and it was such a fond uh, moment. And um, right now, uh, since January, we've been kind of going very slow, but I've been playing Let's Go Pikachu with Vivi, which is based off of these games. So it's been a fun experience for her to experience, like, this part of my childhood and the figure that I have, I actually own this figure. It got destroyed when I moved, so I have to buy another one. Uh, unfortunately, Rainer has one. But it's the Jazzwares Charizard, which for years as a child, um, there was not good Pokemon toys. You had, like, the ones that were, like, one piece of plastic with no, like, movement. Um, I remember there was one Charizard that was really cool when I was a kid, but, uh, you know, by today's standard, not particularly good. Years ago, there was a missile shooting Charizard that was pretty cool, but again... No articulation, really. And when this thing came out, it was a game changer. And I love this figure. was super upset when it got destroyed when we moved. But this was a um, a really cool piece. And I'm excited that Rainer has one that I can uh, re-add to the collection. Uh, who uh, makes yeah. these? Uh, uh, Jazzwares. The, okay. It's called Pokemon Select. And actually, one of my favorite Pokemon from Silver, a Pokemon called Tyranitar, they just released that one. I have that one on order. It should be one. here this week. Oh, you saw it in and the store? Just, yeah, I saw a couple of them, and I saw I was tempted to get Suicune. Oh, it, okay, Eddie, if you see a Suicune, let me know. I actually really just make it. Dude, there's probably right one now. at my store right now. If I'll you go check later, it, yeah, if you can, if yeah, let me know because I um, let me check if I can order it. If I can't, I may need you to grab that one for me because um, all the assholes are charging like buku money for it. And, wow. But uh, Crystal was a very fun game of mine, so uh, to have that would be really cool. Uh, Dean, your game. Tell us about it. Yeah, the original Final Fantasy VII, not the fucking remake bullshit, which is fine. It's a good sequel. I was going to say, I thought you liked it. What the hell? It's, I initially fucking hated it. But now that I understand what's happening, I'm a little more open to it. But uh, the original game, nothing will ever come close to me, and actually to a lot of people, um, this game. It is just incredible it was the first game i got for the ps1 for christmas back in 1997. uh yeah just i can't say enough good things about it without going on like huge tangents um and the figure that i want to get it's not out yet i have it on order so i you know i have one secured at bbts is the bring arts cloud strife from the game uh, stylized like the original character design um in uh 112 scale so i'm very excited to get it um i love cloud he's my favorite character of all time and uh yeah i have a bunch of cloud figures um i have the original one that came out when the game came out i have the player it's kai i have the game toys like any cloud figure that comes out whether it's a little trading figure or you know six scale figure I have it, so um, I'm super excited to get a faithful to the original game cloud um, updated 
12 scale figure. So can't wait. Very cool. Sorry, give me one second. I may have missed someone's stuff. Let me just pop this in real quick. Bum, ba, da, bum. And get that nice and crispy lined up. Made it Elden Ring to make Dean cry. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, I need to work on the slide so I can't pull them up while they're doing that. Uh, Marco, okay. what did you? Uh, what game did you pick and why? Yeah, so I, I picked Street Fighter 2 you know, a formative game of mine. I was not huge on the arcade experience, but Super Nintendo played the hell out of Street Fighter 2 uh, Turbo, perhaps, as well. Um, but yeah, so so Street Fighter Ryu being one of the... Always pronounced Ryu growing up, right? He was always Ryu, but now I've learned. I've learned the error of my ways. Um, in this uh, Iconic Studios Ryu, such a great figure. Just recently reposed him. I've been scared for a long time because of the Fison body. Um, but I was like, you know, I'm going to bend the arms because once once I get Ken in hand as well, I'm going to want them to be battling. So definitely, um, yeah, excited to do some more dynamic posing with this guy. And overall, I love having the representation of video games. I'm always like advocating for that in sports figures, but I don't have a lot of them. So I think this is maybe my only video game uh, figure in the collection. I'll have to think hard about what else I may have. But yeah, I'd love to add more, but this is this is the main one for now. Hell yeah, dude. Um, I am trying my hardest not to get into the Street Fighter line because I know it's going to be a fucking slippery slope. Um, and even like just the arcade stuff, like, you know, they make it fairly accessible. The, um, what is it called? Arcade One Plus or something like One Up. The uh, the ones you get like at Walmart or one Best Buy. The cabinets, I know. I yeah, there's a, one the one that I want so bad is the Marvel versus Capcom 2. It's like 600 bucks, oh, yeah. and it, it actually yeah, may be my Christmas item that I really want. Damn, it looks fucking mother. incredible. How are you going to fit that in the uh, room, man? Well, I'm going to be Jada moving toys. to the garage. Oh, shit. What's that? Get the get the Jada Toys ones. Those are badass. For Marco? No, you. If you want to get into Street <laughs> Fighter but don't want to get oh, into the... a slippery slope, those are only 25 bucks. Oh, yeah. yeah I, have, those are I actually really have great. Uh, the uh, Fei Long coming. Uh, Big Bad Toy Store, I shipped it this I week, just saw so. that the other day, too. Yeah, I have. I, I, have I still have not Fei seen Long. those figures. I've never seen them in, in person, but, well, the, not the ones I own, but then I have Chun Li in my pal loot, so I'm really excited for that line to keep going. Noise. Noise. Let's get back to this. Are you getting ben. a Kuma, Marco? Sorry. Not getting a Kuma. That's not, that's kind of where I stopped playing Street Fighter, oh, so, um, yeah, it looks great, but not for me. Okay, so for me, my favorite video game of all time is The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Uh, I was sad because I missed last week's show, uh, but I was watching live, and I know you guys are talking a lot about um, that other six-scale Link uh, from Breath of the Wild, uh, or oh, actually, it might be Tears of the Kingdom. I know there was some uncertainty there. I think it's because of the glowing hand, Tears of the Kingdom, but either way, you guys mostly kind of, the consensus there was, you know, not my Link hashtag, right? And, or the other way around. For me... This would be the six scale figure, uh, either two pack or at least adult version of Link that I would want in six scale if I so could get it. Someone didn't understand the assignment, but cool. Uh, I no, it said in the it said in the thing it could either exist or not exist in six scale. All right, I, I so it it, I it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist in six well, scale. No, it doesn't oh, have to be six scale. There's a six no, scale no, no, no. statue. I believe it was a of, collectible. It was a collectible. Uh, collectible. It was the game and the collectible. Oh, okay. 
So, yeah, so for me, like, my collectible, like, journey is, like, I want six-scale versions of my favorite characters, with Link being one of my favorite characters of all time. He's the hero of time. I love it. You know, this was a huge memory for me, like, this game. I still play it yearly. I've got it on the 3DS as well, and now I've got it on my Switch. Like, it's one of those games that I could play any day of the week. It's usually a game I pick up when I'm sick. Uh, and it gave me my my gamer tag uh, for my entire life, which is is XTB. Um, and which means absolutely nothing. It's not short form for anything. But back when I used to have to watch my neighbor, Sean, play Stream his character, <laughs> right? He had to play his character. And for whatever reason, uh, his character's name was Raymond. Uh, he finally let me play the game. And he's like, the only way I'm going to let you play this game is if you come up with a badass character name. And I was like, I don't know what could be as cool as Raymond. So I just like <laughs> randomly typed in letter three letters and it came out as xdb that's been my gamer tag for my entire life so raymond. for me this is definitely yeah i don't know what could be as cool wow. as raymond <laughs> but yeah Everybody sorry to any raymonds out there no raymond shade. set the bar pretty fucking high for ben yeah that's a character name that you can't compete with so and it was one of the first games that i remember that if you input a name for the character in your save menu that that's the name that would pop up in all the text boxes when you're talking so like princess zelda would refer to you as xtb or as raymond or whatever oh. Uh, which was cool because then you just felt a little bit more engaged there too. It felt like your character name was your gamer tag. Like that's who you were. And that's just who I've always been. XDB. So to this day. But yeah, I would get a six scale link uh, if I could find one from this game. You guys went way more nostalgic than I did for this fucking nerd assignment. You guys went like... <laughs> First game ever played. Like I didn't. That's because your first game you ever played was Call of Duty Black Ops Three, young guy. First game Eddie ever played was probably Loteria. Was he twenty one? That's a good fucking joke, man. Thank you. Was underrated. I'm not that Mexican. I think you're talking about Cuervo. (laughs) First game he ever played was Loteria. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my lord, that's a solid joke. Oh, <laughs> hilarious. So the first thing that comes to my mind, I've always wanted this Juggernaut machine. It's a mini fridge that came with a special edition release of uh, Black Ops 3 when it came out. And I didn't get it when it released. It was like a, it was like a limited, like a thousand, I don't know. But I didn't get it. Uh, it was selling for 500 at the time. I looked it up. Now that you guys made me think of it again, and it's selling for like anywhere from six fifty to eight hundred dollars now for a mini fridge, I think it only selling fit, fits... or asking. Okay, asking. I didn't look sale like oh, actual okay. sale. I prices. was like, God um, damn. Yeah, uh, it fits like a case or a six pack of cans, I think. But so I've always wanted it. Uh, Call of Duty is probably my favorite game of all time. Like with Halo is a very close second. But when I was 18, I got my first job working at a grocery store. And I remember my first paycheck, I bought an Xbox 360 and I got Black Ops 1. And I would, when I worked at the grocery store, I would work night crew and I would literally work from 12 midnight till 8 in the morning. I would come home, play Black Ops 1 from 8 in the morning until like 3 in the afternoon, sleep for 4 hours and go back to work and do that every day for years. Good days. And oh, yeah. uh, 
it literally was the same going forward later on. Like after I was 18, probably when I got closer to 19, 20, uh, my job was the only income in the household. So I would literally give my mom all my money from my paycheck. But every time a new black ops released, I would go buy it and she would get pissed at me because that money wasn't going to bills. It wasn't going to anything, but I needed the new black ops game. And that went up to Black Ops 3. That's right. Yeah, the only thing that makes life worth living, Mom, is having Call of Duty Black Ops. Otherwise, I'd fucking kill myself right now. Eddie's mom is like, we can't pay for electricity or internet, but Eddie's got fucking Black Ops 3. I know. All of my fucking money is going to bills. I'm still a virgin. I need Call of Duty. Do you know how much I sacrificed? Eddie. I know it's not this exact cooler, but currently, right now, at Walmart or Target, they have Call of Duty the mini fridges. fridges. They do, yeah, yeah. They fit, they fit like six up. sodas. They're only thirty oh, bucks, shit. but they say like uh, Modern Warfare or uh, Warzone on them. Oh, damn! Have this. I might have to get one of those. Can uh, I ask about the grocery store though? Was it like a Mercado or what? It was Vaughn Safeway. I don't know what's in your guys' okay. different <laughs> areas. <laughs> Why does everybody think I'm that Mexican? I am clearly. This a is one of man. them. <clears throat> Says the Gulag, bro. That's sick, dude. Yeah, they actually. Yeah. Uh, they have a. Jason Nelson's been posting like all these different Call of Duty fridges. Yeah, I think there's two or three different Call of Duty ones, and then there's like a. What the hell's the other one? It's like another game that's currently out right now. I forget what it is. Like, oh, Fortnite and then something else. I don't I don't know why. I think it's my generation, but I'm obsessed with mini fridges. Like there's also mini fridges was like one. the thing to have in your room or in your gaming setup. If you had a mini fridge, that was badass. So I have a mini it. fridge in my room. I had to unplug it because it made so much noise, but it's like not mini at all. It's it's like a <laughs> it's full size fridge. It's not well. It's not a full size fridge, but it's like too big to just like move. Yeah. But I would like an actual like mini mini fridge. But I also don't drink soda. I always drink tea. So I drink soda. I'm you a huge soda. fan you of Coke Zero. Beer. You seen? Have well, you guys I, seen those um, one six scale? Uh, what is it? New Haven. The Coke. The, the Coke machines? machines. Yeah, I, oh, I've yeah, been wanting cool. to pick one of those They're up. Really, too. really cool. You actually can put a coin in it, and it dispenses the, yeah. the can and everything. It's cool. No I saw it on yeah. Terry Smith's YouTube mm-hmm. channel. He he did an unboxing, but yeah, this was the first thing that popped into my head. So I think those Black are Ops overhyped. was sick. So all of a sudden, all these collectors want to pay one hundred fifty dollars for a soda machine. <laughs> yeah, I think I it's cool. It's cool to have them though. It's like it's cool, cool to have them available. One hundred fifty dollars, cool. <laughs> it's not bad. I don't know. Danny, you need a. I understand that I have my own place now and I have an actual fridge, but you need a mini fridge, man. It's Wait, you just... moved out? No. No, oh, I was like, whoa. No, but I'm saying we, you know, I pay my own rent. I have my own place. I have a fridge that I can put whatever shit I want in it, but I want a fridge right here on my desk to have beer, modelos, whatever. Dean, I've also seen the size of the drink cups that you bring home from that like restaurant that you took me to with the the Ocean Wave or whatever it was called, Ocean Water. Yeah, that thing was it. like a cup size that was like half the ounces. size of my body. What do you call Texas it? A Route sixty six? A Route sixty six one? Uh, Route forty four. Route forty four. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but that's a, this, or this is forty ounces. I got this on the Amazon. It stays cold, dude. This thing fucking stays cold for like days. I'll put ice in it like once, and then won't need to put ice in it again until like. 
then like two mornings later. Wow. <clears throat> That's yeah, insane. Mine will last all day, but definitely not into the next day. That's crazy. No, yeah. This thing is crazy. That's because you leave the um, city. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <I'm just> <laughs> Hydra Peak. That's funny coming from fucking Zach. How dare you? I leave the house more <laughs> than you do. I just don't leave my neighborhood. There's anyway, a difference, sir. Zach's a bad person. How dare you? You're a fucking bad person. No. Um, our movie of the week is Hereditary, chosen by Marco. When the matriarch of the Graham family passes away, her daughter and grandchildren begin to unravel cryptic and increasingly terrifying secrets about their ancestry, trying to outrun the sinister fate they have inherited. This movie is pretty good. I think A24, uh, probably top in the horror game at the moment. Um, now, I, I saw this movie... God, I want to say it was last year on Manny's recommendation, and I and I missed very crucial scenes. Um, there's that like water light effect when Payman is supposed to be like around the family, and I missed all of that. And so naturally, I missed at the very end when um, um, the uh, uh, Peter gets uh, taken by Payman. Can we not and say that so, name? It still kind of gives me chills every time. Jesus. It does. It, it made my Peter tingle a little bit. But the movie itself <laughs> is fantastic. Like the family dynamic, the the mom's like weird. I mean, I I do dioramas too, so maybe it's not that weird. But the diorama <laughs> stuff and the way that they shoot some of the scenes as if like you're looking inside a dollhouse. Um, definitely some graphic images. Um, you know, some pretty shocking stuff. Uh, incredible acting. Uh, you know, when they when the big event happens in the film, you know, and the mom and the parents find it, and it's just like incredible acting um again much better than the second watch there was a lot of stuff i missed uh probably wasn't paying a super attention but uh yeah this is a good movie i i wouldn't say it's like the greatest horror film ever but certainly i think you know in the past 10 years i think you can make an argument that it's up there with some of the best so good choice marco i enjoyed it um yeah really good film yeah, so this movie got so much fucking hype from everybody that it was, in fact, the greatest fucking horror movie to ever exist that I was, like, almost afraid to watch it. I was like, God damn, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not a big horror guy anyway, and I don't like being scared. I don't know if I want to watch this. And everybody kept talking about this girl, this fucking girl in the movie, and like, oh, my God, she's fucking so creepy and i was like fuck like what am i in for so i put it off for the longest time and then i don't know what came over me but i was like gonna be home alone on halloween and i was like oh, i'm gonna watch this fucking movie at midnight by myself like it's gonna be horrifying i was so bored out of my mind i've talked about this before um it's not like scary it's creepy. It's definitely creepy. I will give you that. It is creepy. Uh, the girl is in like 20 minutes of the movie. I thought like, I was like, where, where's all the creepy girl stuff? Like, when is she going to do whatever? Like, everyone That's made a twist big deal though, about right? this actress. Yeah, right. So the first time I watched the movie, I fuck, I hated it. I was like, this is fucking stupid. And I was really bored and it was like, whatever. But watching it again, like Zach said, there's like little subtle things 
that you kind of don't really notice. Like there was the scene in the, uh, in the house, kind of right before all the shit hits the fan that the boy is like in the house and like the, the camera will like be facing a certain way and like you'll see something like on the ceiling or in like a corner or something. And like I said, that's creepy. It's not necessarily scary, like fuck, like, you know, like Eddie when the alien popped up, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, nothing like that, but it's creepy. And like, I don't hate this movie as much as I used to, but like, it's not particularly exciting. Like it's a very, it kind of, I don't want to say it drags cause it doesn't drag, but it's, it starts really slow. Really, it's a really very slow, slow burn very slow so if you're okay with that and you like being creeped out and 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 like feeling uneasy it's a good movie but if i never see this movie again i like my life won't be worse for it so if um if you haven't seen it go ahead and give it a watch um don't buy in all the hype because it's it's like zach said it's good it's just to me not in the top horror movies of all time it's good, and I would say you really should pay attention to, like, commonalities. Like, chat. what's up, Dean's mom? Um, <clears throat> you really got to pay attention to, um, you know, the subtle things, like Dean said, because the first time I watched it, like, you gotta you gotta focus in. Which I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. I, for me, I, I really like when movies spoon feed me shit. I don't want to be having to read the Wikipedia to fucking understand <laughs> a fucking film. Like, like everything, everywhere at once. Fuck that movie. Oh, oh um, wow! I I just geez. watched that again. The what? Other day. I, I couldn't. I, I watched that movie Such three times. Enough. I I understood uh. nothing, nowhere, anytime, ever. I did not know what the fuck was happening. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was the Should glizzy watch... fingers that threw you off, right? There you go. Uh, I turned them on. <laughs> I also didn't know if his name was Raymond or Waymond. I still don't know. <laughs> Um, Whoa. <laughs> ben, that should have been your gamer tag when your friend when your friend asked you to make a cool name. You should have just said Waymond. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Marco. Oh my god. How do you follow that? So, so Dean, I'll disagree with you though. I think this movie is scary. I think it is creepy and scary and disturbing, like all at once. And yeah, like once you get past the, the really slow setup, Zach, I think you're right. Like you've got to you've got to pay attention to the setup that could be like kind of uh kind of tedious like in the beginning because i remember getting about it seemed like halfway through and i was like really this is the movie that everyone's hyping up like i don't i don't understand and then once it gets into the end you're like it it sticks with you i remember thinking about this movie the first time i saw it for like many days and like not sleeping particularly well it just affected me and i think that's because it has like a really strong emotional core with the brother and the sister and what, what happens you know and with the mom like it's almost like you could feel like if you were in that situation, like the emotions that you would be feeling. And then on top of that, they layer just some of this, these disturbing horror elements and this imagery that's just like incredibly unsettling. Um, Yeah, this movie. So we did do an LWO watch along. I think, you know, having this be movie of the week, we were all kind of talking about it. So P-Rock did fall asleep during the absolute best part. Um, but it was cool to like experience watching with everybody and, uh, yeah, like everyone just to like the movie to end and be like, wow, like this, that was fucked up. Like, I, I don't recommend it unless you go in being prepared to be like highly disturbed potentially. Um, so yeah, so I'm not a huge horror person, but I do like to watch scary films every now and then. And this one was just different. It was different from anything that I've ever seen and made me think and, 
I don't know that I fully understand it, understood it when it ended the first time. I was like, okay, I kind of understand what's happening, but I missed a whole lot of stuff. So one that's definitely worth revisiting if you can stomach it. Um, yeah, it's just kind of just in a very unique, incredible film. And I will say I, I watched his follow-up, Midsommar, and equally disturbing in very different ways. But if you liked this and you, and you haven't seen that yet, I, I think you definitely would enjoy that as well. So for me, a good horror movie is like defined in my mind's eye when I get to the end of it and I feel like I want to watch it again, despite it being kind of disturbing and disturbing and creepy and a little scary at times for sure. Um, I think being scared is subjective, right? Everybody's scared of different things. So I think there are some people who would go into this and not feel that it was that scary per se, um, because it to me was more of a like a character driven character story like what was happening with these people um was really interesting and some of the acting especially from the main actress i can't remember what her her like her her name is in real life uh, unfortunately but some of just like the facial expressions she has in scenes and everything are so intense that like I don't think she got any, like, Oscar for it or anything at the time, but, like, it was really, really good. Her acting was amazing. The Little Girl, this was her first film, I'm pretty sure. So uh, she was just had some, like, well, she had some creepy moments that ended up having some really good, like, horror payoffs later on, uh, which I appreciated. I felt like I was invested in all of the characters that I was watching. Um, and kind of like you guys said, like, there are some scenes where... There are kind of things in the background that at first it's almost like, you know, like when you wake up in the morning and you kind of open your eyes for the first time and your eyes are still like a little bit blurry and you're kind of like looking around the room and not everything's quite clear yet. There are scenes where like you're looking and you're like, wait a second, is that, is that what I think, is that what I think it is? And like, oh shit. Oh, it is. And, and then, but then the scene will change and it, you'll kind of look in a different direction. So it isn't a movie that you can watch distracted or on your cell phone or whatever, because I think you'll miss a lot of like a lot of those things that are add to the creep factor, but also just add to what these people are kind of going through. So I would say I would recommend this one. I don't normally like the horror genre all that much. Like it's not something that I gravitate to, but when something kind of gets me in the feels like this, like it felt like it was a mixture of like a blockbuster horror movie, like elements of what you'd expect from a blockbuster horror movie, but then also kind of like that art house vibe that like is more character sided and, a little more granular and a little darker and deeper what and is known for, right? yeah requires more thought and afterwards like you said whether it sticks with you like it didn't give me nightmares i slept just fine afterwards but it, i did find myself thinking about it quite a bit and feeling like i should go back and revisit it at some point even maybe with another person who hasn't seen it so i can like kind of talk about it afterwards and like horror movies are usually like wow that was fucked up you know, kind of gory, like, I don't think I want to see that shit again. And this was kind of like, huh, I'd be interested in talking about that with somebody. So yeah, I would recommend it. I thought it was cool. Good pick. Uh, yeah, I'm not usually a big horror person either. So I wasn't looking forward to this month. I wasn't looking forward to this movie. Um, only cause I've heard people talk about it and I'm like, not into movies like this. Also, I usually don't like movies by a24 studio so this was the first movie that i watched that i liked by them i did really? like the movie um i thought it was really scary i thought it was it did start off really slow uh but i i kind of got into the story with uh 
the main lady and like everything that's going on in her life. And I kind of got into that with her and her husband and everything. Like I was into it. So it was boring, but I was also like focused on it. So that was cool. Uh, but it was, I did get scared a couple times because it gets pretty damn good. Like halfway through, I would say it gets pretty like actual scary movie vibes. And I like scary movies where, you have to pay attention to stuff and it kind of comes back around like, Oh, so that's why this. And like, she explained this about her family and like, that's how that all came together. And like, I kind of like that kind of stuff with like a twist and stuff at the end. And so I, I really enjoyed it. I think this has been my favorite one so far of all of our Halloween picks. So I would watch it again on Halloween just because it's creepy enough for me to actually put it in, like, rotation to, like, have an actual scary movie night. Uh, mm. It was pretty good for me. I think it's uh, the one – well, I guess we're not, we're not talking spoilers, right? Yeah, you could – yeah, just throw it in there, I guess. Yeah? The one thing that I did keep sticking to that, like, annoyed me a little bit is the fact that, like, Peter didn't have to do a police report. Or like any kind of anything Fred, there's at no all. repercussions. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Okay, let's just keep on living life like normal, I guess. But that yeah. was interesting. But yeah, that. I, other than that, I thought it was all pretty like cohesive story. There you go. Thank you. Uh, let's see here. Our movie for next week is Renfield. Um, we'll have to talk this week and weekend on on when we're gonna record. Uh, maybe something that perhaps we do on Monday or Wednesday or just skip a week. Um, I mean, I can just be... take my shirt off and we can record right now. Get a little freaky. Wow. I don't have a whole oh, I predict okay. the future. Oh, okay. Uh, ben Stradamus. Um, <laughs> Dude, I could only get so erect. <laughs> Charlie says, is someone besmirching Coke mini fridges? Uh, and then the the week following is uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, chosen by Eddie. Money I like how we, we went from Hereditary, which is like, somewhat disturbing into Renfield, which is going to be a more of a, what I assume is a comic kind of parody kind of thing. And then into fantastic Mr. Fox, which is more like a lighthearted family story. So like we're doing a nice little roller coaster back down to there we go. sanity. And then, and then we're going to go like that. And then back into Christmas movies. So should no, the only thing I asked is here is no fucking, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Whatever the hell that movie is. Jingle, Jingle all, the way? all the Way? Yes. No, God. <laughs> you don't like that movie? No, we've done that like two years in a row. Jesus. It's a good I movie. That movie. Oh, I like that <laughs> movie. I like it three years in a row. I'm picking Bad uh, Santa, I'll just tell you right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know that we've Jesus. done that one yet. The one I really want to do, perhaps, is uh, Eight Crazy Nights, the Hanukkah movie. Oh, that's sick. That Dude, movie's actually really good. That's a great good. one. And then also, you know, Fatin, So, um, Fatin. Well... Anyways, uh, let's say thank you. Uh, Thanksgiving movies. Is there Thanksgiving movies? Charlie Brown, that's it. Like The Revenant, probably? Some rom-coms, I'm Technically, sure. Technically, uh, Fantastic <laughs> Mr. Fox is a Thanksgiving movie. That's why I picked it. If you eat turkey, any really? movie could be a, a Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, like the movie. Chicken Run, maybe, right? Pocahontas? That's chicken oh, there you go. That seems racist, though. The Revenant? Say it again. That it was. Um, <laughs> I'd Pocahontas. <laughs> Whoa! Um, <laughs> You're not wrong. Squanto? Is that a movie? Let's, Squanto? Let's, let's bring it back. <laughs> let's <laughs> 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 give a quick shout out to the Patreonies. Is that a movie? Uh, 
her name in this. I thought that was a movie. Eric Maris, <laughs> Clint it Gary, is a warrior King style. Louis, Mark Pearson, Paul it's Schreiber. Disney Plus. Oh, also, happy birthday, Paul Schreiber. It was his birthday. Oh, it's Paul's know. birthday? Uh, hey, uh, is it really? Uh, I think it was about four it? days ago. Oh, oh, I hate to man. say belated birthday. Damn it. I s- happy birthday, Paul. I oh, said it was a few days ago, and then you were like, is it today? I was gaming. Well, because oh, for you, a few days it. ago could mean anywhere from the dawn of mankind to yesterday. No, that's yesterday, the other so. day, not a few days ago. Yeah. We must not be Facebook friends, because I didn't get a... Usually I get that Facebook. I, I didn't either. I think thing. he has it on private, because oh. we just happened to be messaging, and he, he said it. Um, Equan, Chris Valentino, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Guest, Daminators, Rob Brenna. Thomas Clark, Eric Switzer, Six Guns, Figs, Billy Badfish, Toy Cartel, Sweet Sweet Danny Lee. Here's Kevin. He's a little late today. Uh, Deanie Martin, Stephen Krepp, Big Old Fern, Cesar Marquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin, Bamonski, Rick DiGregorio, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Irwin Ezucina, The Illustrious Rainer, Alan Morgan, Two Cothry, Wah, Derek B, Aries Portillo, Alvin J, Aries Delgado, Jazz Carroll, Joe Ridley, Pablo Meza, D Rock, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Dolmaton, Stephen Percha, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Big Pips, Stephen Maria Stanley, Eddie Manzanares, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. What angels. a bunch of angels. Charlie have... the Unicorn, uh, Zach, said Planes, Trains, and Automobiles for a Thanksgiving movie, and that is a fantastic Ooh, that was a movie. Christmas movie. That's oh, a you've done that movie. I love that movie. It Check is the tape. Movie. Is that a... Is it really? It's a He's going over Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, we've yeah, done it. Sure. <laughs> we've done it? Have we? It's good, then. Yeah. It's a good movie. I might have been out that week, because I watched we it for can, the first uh, time... Uh, well, you don't always watch the movies, so uh, we can do it again. That's true. one of my favorite films. How many jabbing left and right today? Huh? See, Zach's How many a movie- bad guy. <laughs> say what it's you want about Zach. <laughs> he didn't even know what to say. I was going to try and get into the speech. exactly. I didn't know what to say because it was fucking. <laughs> you fucking guy. You, you want to <laughs> pick on me? What does he say? <laughs> you want to pick on me? You go right ahead because I'll take it. My <laughs> wife likes me. <laughs> yeah. Kids like me. I like. I'm the real deal. My wife likes me. The genuine article. Anyways, um, I don't know let's... if she likes you that much, but okay, Eddie, you're. <laughs> I'm not even gonna get into it with you because I'm in trouble. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> it's just it's too easy. Uh, September, October, Patreon. Wow, Patreon, what the fuck? The... I know, I know. Wow, now that was now he's got to okay. get into it. Hold on. <laughs> now, shot. Eddie's now I will go kill myself. <laughs> Jesus Christ! How <laughs> no. dare you? Let's Eddie's one you know, shotgun shell. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I told that joke to Dean. Anyways, uh, if anyone out there needs someone to talk to, nine eight message Eddie. Message Eddie. Probably not the best person to talk to if you need help. Because I'll just say, like, bitch, I got problems better. too. <laughs> anyway, rain it back in, rain it back in, boys. Oh boy, I needed this. Um, <laughs> mailing this week, uh, early next week, the uh, three thousand sticker and the CW Halloween sticker. Also, have a few of the small talk stickers that we'll be throwing in there. Uh, I hope I have enough. People took a bunch of Oxcon because they love the small talks. Um, let's see here. Uh, Patreon membership starts at five dollars for the digital tier. We also have 
Oh, that's the wrong button. We also have the Sweet Angel tier for the stickers at 750. Certified Crispy at 15. And what a guy for doubles of all the stickers we send. And the Pog Deluxe. But bring that dog back up here. What the hell? Look at that. A face that we all can love. Wow. Um, at $25. Uh, Jesus, Eddie, I just saw your comment. Uh, YouTube channel members, we have Absolute Irwin, uh, Alvin J, Andrew Gibo, Benjamin Hansen, Big Ol' Fern, Bob Dylan, CC3PO, Chris V, CT603, DJ Daminator, Doc Smizzle, Equan, Fat Batman, Gear Bear, Good Old Sponchka, Gotham Cenobites, Justin Sports Cards, LV Avenger 702, Mark Pearson, what are you giggling at? <laughs> what is he laughing at? Mike Litteris, Money Mendes, OG Oh, shit, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, if you rick like one six, it's uh smiling at me. Oh god, a Christmas story. Christmas story. Yeah. <laughs> it's a duck. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Y'all need Jesus. <laughs> oh fuck. Every single what a one great day. Jesus. What a good show. We're funny. Uh, one six figure focus, Paul Schreiber, Philip the Fool, S Beam, Sam Gis, uh, Scarn Lord, SpongeBob Squareball, Sunnyvale Russ, Ben Thomas, and Toy Mafia. Uh, YouTube membership starts at ninety nine cents if you're a Patreon member, or two ninety nine if you are not. You get the loyalty badges, emojis, and weekly member shoutouts. Excuse me, we have T Public as well. I should update this slide at some point, but we have T Public. Um, I don't think they're on sale this week, so maybe maybe check it out next week when they do go on sale. And uh, for the network, we didn't really have anything on Box yesterday, and to be honest, um, you know, numbers have been down a little bit on that show, so if you like it, um, you know, we'll, well, we're going to keep trying to do it, but I just didn't want to sit there for an hour if we just had, like, one McFarlane toy on Box. So uh, we'll try to get back on schedule next week uh, or the week following you know, especially if we have to record on Monday for CW. So stay tuned for that. We'll try to um, kind of figure out what's going on with that. Uh, question of the week every Sunday is with Brenton, OxPD. Uh, again, we're going to work on recording that. Uh, OFAC, Ian should be back soon. He's had a kind of a bad run of luck with uh, illness and uh, just tech problems. So hopefully we'll get Ian back here in a bit. Uh, Small Talk should be this week after dark tomorrow at 1030. Live on the dice. We are thinking of maybe doing the episode on Sunday for D&D, um, but uh, we're just waiting on a few people's feedbacks. I think Dean, Deanie, and Max are waiting on your feedback, so Dean, if you can uh, get with Deanie. Uh, but uh, likely will not be Saturday because, again, of the holiday. And uh, Bricks and Brews, our monthly Lego show, should be soon. Uh, but yeah, shout-outs. Uh, shout-out to Paul. Happy belated birthday. Mr. Musashi, glad I still got to catch you guys on the way out. Hope all is well with you. Hope you're doing well as well, Mr. Musashi. And, um, yeah. Um, hmm, any other uh, shout-outs you guys want to give before we uh, cut this one off? Uh, definitely shout-out to um, Classy Thomas and Badfish and Lane Kramer and some of the guys oh, yeah. who have been jumping in the last couple weeks. Uh, I was sick and couldn't make it, and then I was busy with work the previous week. I felt like I think I missed like two or three weeks in a row, so... Uh, it was kind of like getting the band back together with you guys tonight. I had fun, but um, definitely shout out to those boys. They they jumped in uh, kind of very last minute notice a lot of the time and uh, tried to make sure that everybody enjoyed the show uh, just the same, uh, like professional gentlemen they are. So thanks, boys. Consummate professionals. Yeah, last week uh, and the week before, it was kind of like 
hey, you're in the chat. You want to be on the show tonight? And uh, yeah, it was um, it's nice to see everyone that uh, was able to do that. Um, is um, is anybody dressing up for Halloween or like a, a Halloween party? Or I don't know. Bro, I have... make costumes my size. You can be like make your own. Man. I didn't even want to make a joke. I just. No. I will say Gigi and I might be doing our Halloween episode tomorrow evening, so stay tuned yeah. on our social media. I think we've got our costumes ready. Dude, their costumes are the best. I, my favorite was when you were Vision and she was Wanda. You guys were adorable. It was, it was the this is favorite. the thing that happened live? Yeah, it's yeah. a whole episode of that. Gigi used to dress like Wanda all the time. I thought it was I thought it was a good style for her, honestly. She crushed it. She yep. crushed it. Yep. I thought it was just in the bedroom. I didn't realize. <laughs> wow. That's the after dark video. Get it or don't. <laughs> get it or get, wow. get it or not. <laughs> what can I say, Ben? I see it. Anyways, I see, I see where you guys are coming from. Yeah, you see, you see, you see it. And it's I purposely did that this or that video the other day and accentuated how close I was to the screenshot. Be... <laughs> if we, it's gonna be doing a field goal at some point. If what we sing Tuesday, we should dress up as each other. Like Eddie, well, if you had to dress some up people as me, say Marco and I already look the same. I know. So. Well, I just have to put on glasses and like mess up my hair or like oh, get okay. a fucking Eddie, hat. Fucking guy. <laughs> I'll just go fucking kill myself. Just kidding. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Jeez, be cool. Please. Be cool. Uh, We're already dressed like each other. <laughs> T-shirts, glasses, beards. But if I someone could draw a sharpie on like the evolution of beard growth, or put a hat on, I'm gonna dress like Eddie. I'm just gonna do this all stream. <laughs> did you see that speaking of that shf or no not shf moffix just did really? a black adam and they really? give him that face they give him the rap dude it the is the dumbest face? yes it is the people's eyebrows meme people's eyebrow it's hilarious does he do that in the movie he does it I, in every movie, dude. I don't think he did it in Black Adam, though, from my recollection. I think they actually tried to make sure he didn't do it because it's so, like, <laughs> The Rock. No, well, they, gave it, they gave him that face. <laughs> such good words. Anyways, uh, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Marco. Damn it. I'm Ben. We'll get this by episode 300, <laughs> I promise. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.